Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Lou. Um, reminder to continue to rate, review, subscribe. I see that uh, we are once again climbing up the charts. Uh, oh, we're you know, back up to number two again. You know, we, we, we dropped what? down to like four for a while, uh, but we up to two and podcast P. Even though it's my favorite player pod, I know that once that first initial hit and that rush, no, nah, bro, 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 live out. update. We're number one right now. I just checked. Oh, we're let's go. Let's I go. just checked. We're back, man. Shouts, shouts to David Thorpe. Shouts uh-huh. to uh, Adam Spinilla. You know, yes. shouts to the crew Spinella, for hold- yeah. yeah. Shouts to the crew for holding it down, man. Yeah, shout, shouts well. to shouts to me. You know, running the table at the basketball reference game on Monday. Appreciate mm. everybody for the feedback. This is how I know if people are actually listening to the end. I guess they could just skip to the end. Nobody's um, skipping just to the end to listen. To basketball <laughs> okay, reference, so these right? people are just diehards. And do you want to apologize for sprinkling succession spoilers all throughout Monday's episode? We got what some complaints at hoop. I got some email complaints. Because mm. you were referencing Succession all throughout. Would you like to issue uh, an on-air apology? Uh, No. Mm. That's okay. No, I mean... Wait, okay. weren't you going to apologize for something else? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, that was... Uh, that was Shouts to Jeremy. Shouts to Jeremy, a.k.a. Peace Made It, for getting featured on the Raptors oh, uh, yeah, official yeah. account. Oh, yeah. Shouts to the Mainlander, man. Yeah, Shouts to the Mainlander. What, what so. were we going to apologize for that? I actually don't... I think we were going to apologize for the Raptors' Twitter account because we have been flaming them for a oh, little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad to the Raptors' Twitter account. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry, uh, Mr. Twitter or yeah. Mrs. Sorry, Twitter. man. You know, we we know there's been great 13th overall picks throughout, throughout of course, NBA history, man. man. Of course, Did you know Kobe was taking 13th, man? Oh. What, a, what a trade by Jerry West. Um... But no, it's no, it's legit. I was actually really happy to see uh, to see Jeremy uh, Jeremy Jang. Um, you know what's his ma- what's his Mandarin name, man? Do you know off top now? Now that he shared it in the video. Oh, oh God, man. it's like Jung Jung Yue something. Oh man. Anyways, oh. he's he's a photographer we've been referring to throughout the season. He's legit Will's number one boy, and it was super cool for the Raptors to do a cool video. Um, feature of him for Asian Heritage Month just made it at the buzzer, right, 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 right. right. I mean, listen, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's a it's. I think I think the Raptors definitely do make a good effort to like try to highlight as many causes as they can. I think that comes from top down. I mean, I saw there was like a somehow I didn't get the the, the email like from PR about this one, but um, you know, Justin Trudeau was there with Masai, and, and they were launching sort of National Gun Awareness Week. Um, and yeah, that, you know, the, the Raptors just continue to try to use their spotlight to, to highlight these things, but oh yeah, that was, all yeah, that, that was today, you know? the, the national day against gun violence. Yes. And yes. you didn't get the advanced email from Josh Sue. Uh, maybe I just didn't get it. Like maybe it was lost in the inbox. I, f- or something. I feel like your email checking is very spotty to be honest. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It's uh, if I'm not going to the office that much these days. So, mm. you know, there's not much reason to open up the laptop and check the email. No, but... it's all good. No, but everybody should yeah. check out that, that feature on Jeremy. Absolutely. Um, AKA peace made it. You can find it on the Raptors Twitter account. Um, what else, man? What's good. We, we, we just watched game one of the finals. Yeah. Let's start there because, okay. uh, that was, you know, a lot of people were complaining about like, oh my God, the Denver Nuggets in the finals, that's going to be so boring. And uh, apparently we're right because the Nuggets just made that game so boring by just destroying the heat like for the entire game. Like it just felt like the Nuggets could get whatever they wanted. I thought the Nuggets, honestly, that's like not even a top 10 performance from them all playoffs for me. Like it's not like they were like splashing all these shots or like 
even playing at this incredible tempo. They were just kind of like walking around and, you know, their defense was fine. They played a lot of drop coverage, which, um, you know, only started to hurt them late when Kyle Lowry started hitting a whole bunch of pull-up jumpers. That's my groat. Bah. Uh, but like other no, than that, the like gro- the grown and bah combo is a little bit too much, man. Especially late night. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you got to pick yeah. one, man. You got to pick one. Okay, I well, prefer bah, man. Groat, groat just sounds terrible every time anybody says it. Yeah. Groat sounds too much like grout, and it sounds like throat. So there's yeah. a lot of like nastiness that that really <laughs> associates with it. But like, yeah, I just think the Nuggets barely got themselves into like they play like a seventy percent pace, bro. I thought they actually looked more tired than the, the Heat despite them having all that rest and they still just were up between 10 to 20 points the whole game until like, it was like briefly eight, I think in the fourth quarter when the heat had no chance to really come back. So kudos to the nuggets, man. They might just be that much better. Yeah. And and I think the problem too is like, well, first of all, I agree with you. It didn't feel like the nuggets really had to break a sweat. And, you know, in terms of game flow, it it reminded me a little bit. Couldn't help but think back, to those magical days in, in 2019. Uh, did mm. remind me of game one of, of Raptors Warriors and that, you know, the Raptors, I think, led the whole way in that one too. And like, yep. you know, the Warriors didn't really threaten. Like they would cut the lead to like, you know, around maybe eight or something like that. But the home mm. team was just in full control. Um, you know, obviously in that series, you know, you, you knew that the Warriors were able to come back and, and, you know, make adjustments and all this stuff. I don't know, man. You know, I know going into the series, you know, all the previews and stuff too was was heavily favoring Denver. And, you know, I was trying to hang on to this heat culture thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know what to say, man. You know, like I told you off air, you know, Nikola Jokic might just be the bamboo ceiling if heat culture is immigrant culture. And I don't know what I don't know what the heat can do. Like, I don't know what the heat can do. You know, they got a generational game from Bam, although I feel like the Nuggets were pretty happy with him taking all those shots. Mm-hmm. Um, Caleb Martin, you know, J. Cole's favorite. Um, you know, how, how would you feel your Celtics fans tonight looking at Max Struess and Caleb Martin going a combined one for 17, man? Max Struess with a with an egg, uh, with a Jim Boylan egg and 0 for 10 in 21 Bro. minutes, 0 for 9. He, you know, he made a bunch of threes at the end, you know, shouts to my guy Haywood Highsmith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they finished... Two? By the way, two. A bunch of threes is two. <laughs> yeah, so they, so they finished 13 of 39 from three, which, you know, it's not scorching, but, like, you know, I, you know, I feel nah, like that's, but come on. that's not terrible, too. And it's like, okay, like, you can't expect them to shoot 50% from three like they did every game in their wins against Boston. You know, they didn't get anything from Jimmy tonight. He was very uh, quiet. And... I mean, I don't know, man. Like, Jokic, there's nothing you can do against Jokic. Like, you know, they tried they tried zoning up too, like, even with Jokic off the court, and that didn't matter. It's just like, Denver just has an answer for everything, and when there's trouble, just throw the ball to Jokic, and he's either going to score or find an open guy. Like, mm-hmm. I actually don't, like, do you, like, what can Miami do? Okay, first off, looking at Max Struess's line, um, <laughs> you know, he was a salty, he was a salty dog, but he's a good egg, all right? That's, oh, that's, oh, that's the stat line he put up tonight, all right? Oh, no. <laughs> Another succession no, spoiler. No, no, I'm kidding. That's, that's not. That's not a spoiler. No, that, that's that was fine. That was fine. That's just uh, a reference. Um, that one's fine. Yeah. That's that's one of my favorite lines. It just absolutely means nothing whatsoever. Yeah. If if you haven't if you haven't watched the succession, uh, series finale, just please turn it off when we start talking about Nick Nurse. Uh, you know, Nick Nurse's Philly presser. That, okay, we, that's we, your spoiler. We, we, we will warn you with adequate cause. But anyway, look, I, I think if we're gonna do the. What can make the Heat feel positive? Sure, um, sure. This is what this is what I got watching the course of the okay. game. Number one, the biggest positive actually is just they kept the Nuggets out of transition. Like okay, the Nuggets okay. have been so good and crushing teams in transition. Yeah. 
The Heat have done a really good job here. They didn't go for the offensive glass that much, even though they did get a decent number of offensive rebounds with 11. But it didn't commit to the offensive glass that hard. They got back in transition consistently. I think part of that is just the Nuggets just didn't look like they were playing that fast. They have very little intent to play fast. But I, I like some of the stuff that they were doing. There's a little bit of full court pressing with Haywood Highsmith in the fourth quarter before they settled into a zone. But the whole thing is just like they forced the Nuggets to play half court like 95% of the game. Sure, sure, Which sure. is huge. Which is actually huge. That could actually keep you relatively close and competitive. I think the number, th- the number two thing is just... They ran a lot of their actions at um, at at uh, Nikola Jokic, like mm. not just in terms of you know running a standard pick and roll with a guard handling and Bam, who's the guy guard, being guarded by Jokic, coming up to set the screen. They they did that a decent amount, but they also did a lot of like dribble handouts with Bam. I think Bam definitely led the Heat in terms of touches, um, and I think that uh, the whole idea is you want to attack some of those spaces make the Nuggets think twice in terms of how they want to guard. You saw in the fourth quarter when the Heat actually started making some threes, uh, led by Kyle Lowry pulling up on those screens, um, Jokic had to stop dropping. The Nuggets made that adjustment to sort of bring them up a little bit closer to the level of uh, the screen, and so that took away the three-point shot, but then that gap behind him started to open once again, and that's sort of where Bam lived all night is that short, like, probably 5 to 15-foot area where he was able to consistently find space so i like their process in terms of a you stop them in transition b you've been able to find like a decent source of like half court offense is it the most efficient offense no like even bam scoring 26 points that looks great he took 25 shots to get there Mm -hmm. so if you're telling me you're scoring one point per possession like uh, i don't know i mean that's fine that's not really killing you uh but at at least it brings you a bit of a baseline the three-point shooting around it has to obviously better martin was very very open Max Drews was insanely open for some of those looks. Duncan Robinson also won for Yo, five. You can't. He's you, been awesome. You can't. You can't leave Duncan. Duncan Robinson is the worst three point shooter when he's too open. Like I've actually yeah. never seen him make a wide open three. It's got to be like thirty feet, or he's like sprinting to the catch, and then he's like immediately pulling up. Like he doesn't get like the most. I don't know when he's wide open. It's just it. It didn't go in for him today, but. There's that aspect of it. And then I thought, like, look, the Heat going to their zone. I didn't think they would use their zone that effectively. Turns out that was actually their best look against Denver. Now, I think Denver was not well-equipped against it, which, to be honest, that might just be the way Spo played it. Like, you, you noticed over the course of the first three quarters, the only time the Heat went to zone was only against Denver's bench. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. But, like, we're talking about, like, maybe two minutes of zone in the first 36 minutes of the game. And then the entire fourth quarter, they essentially played zone. And I think that really took the Nuggets out of the rhythm. That made it a little bit tight at the end. Not really, though. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, for for Spo, like, he probably could feel a little bit more confident going to that zone a little bit earlier, a little bit more as well. Um, I also think that for the Nuggets, though, like, they're just going to adjust to that zone. And I still think that ultimately... That zone can be picked apart as easily as what you saw where the Heat had an 11-0 run to start the fourth quarter. Uh, Kyle made two pull-up threes in that stretch. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, maybe it's a little shaky. Jokic just, like, gets two catches right in the middle of the floor and just, like, a little push-out for one, another one where he drew a foul. And it's just like, you know, that stopped the run right there. So there is that ultimate security blanket and ultimate zone breaker in, in Jokic. But that that's about as positive I can really get for the Heat. Like, I, I think... You know, they, they have some real mismatches. Like, they look tiny against the Nuggets, man. Like, Jokic obviously dominated, but, like, MPJ and Aaron Gordon, like, 
they dominated just based on size alone. Yeah, Gordon Gordon had what was it? Gordon had 12 points in the first quarter. Uh-huh. And, and it was like all dunks. Yeah, so, like so yeah, guys. per ESPN stats info, that's the most most dunk slash layups he's had in a single quarter in his entire career. Because all yeah. six of his field goals were dunks or layups. Sure. And like you even talk, you talk about like you know Miami stopping Denver from getting out in transition, but then it doesn't even matter because I felt like you know the Nuggets were just getting great shots in the half court. And you talk about Jokic, like he's the ultimate problem solver, and like he got the triple double tonight, but it felt like he just cruised to it. Like, he only had to take 12 shots, you know, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 14 assists. Like, even if it, even if these, these games are close in the fourth quarter, like, the Nuggets just have the clear advantage. And, you know, RIP to my guy Cody Zeller, man. I know he just came back from World War II, but mm. it's a tough one. It's a tough one there. I was, I was kind of surprised. I think I saw you mention this, too. I was kind of surprised they didn't give Kevin Love a look, man. Yeah, I don't know if he's still injured. I don't think he was listed as injured mm-hmm. uh, for this game. But, yeah, I mean... It just doesn't make sense to me. Like it's if Zeller was in the game for his size and he was actually impacting things like with his rebounding or with his defense, then I could understand it to some degree. But like when he's out there and Jokic is just like looking at I, I think it takes Jokic like two seconds to get over the disbelief that he's seen Cody Zeller in the finals <laughs> wearing what looks to be a condom on his head, and then he just like destroys him. And it's so it's like you might as well have Kevin Love out there. At least you have more spacing and three point shooting. And I, I honestly, Kevin Love is like more nimble-footed than Zeller as well, so I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that adjustment um, from the Heat in Game Two. I think you're going to see more high, uh, Haywood Highsmith. I think that's pretty clear. Uh, I liked his defense. There was that play where it really started the fourth quarter off on the right foot. Where I mean, like I think the, the Nuggets were up like 16, 17, 18 points, and first play of the fourth quarter, uh, Haywood Highsmith is pressing 93 feet from the basket, steals it from Jamal Murray, and immediately goes in for a layup. And it's like, that's kind of energy that you want to see. So, you know, more Haywood Highsmith. Um, honestly, their formula probably will look similar to what it looked like towards the end of Game 7 um, against the Celtics. Maybe run that rotation, which was more guards, more wings, rather than sort of the bigger groups. But ultimately, guys got to make shots too. And, like, look, Duncan Robinson will make shots eventually. Like, Max Struess is not an 0 for 10 kind of guy. And 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 Caleb Martin, who really knows who, what it is, because over the course of his career, he's just been okay. But in the course of the playoffs, he's been excellent. So to see him go one for seven, like that was just kind of absurd. So I, I do expect the Heat to make it more competitive and closer. But I also think that that's taking into account like no adjustments from the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets can make several adjustments, yeah, of their own. Inter- includes including just like running way more. And that could get the game, you know, back to a spot where they're, you know, firmly in command. So, yeah, I, mean, I think I had Nuggets in five. Uh, obviously, after watching this game, I'm not moving off that prediction. But, you know, Miami looks to be a little bit outmanned and outgunned. And again, I just can't get over the sight of like Aaron Gordon, like in the post against uh, Gabe Vincent. Yeah. Or like Max Strews. Making them all like, look like Muxy Bogues, man. Shout out yeah. to Muxy Bogues. Michael Porter Jr. didn't even shoot well, but he got so many, like, so many, so many clean looks. Just by rising up and shooting over these tiny little Heat players. Um, and I thought even KCP, I was actually quite annoyed watching KCP in this game. Because it felt like for a veteran player, he was just like determined to, you know, get into this complaining match with the officials. He also briefly left the game. But like, you know, I think he can play a lot better as well. And then, of course, Bruce Brown off the bench. That's just been a consistent um, energy boost for them. And he continues to make shots. Those little push floaters and stuff in the third quarter were huge. So... Nuggets, man, they're just a damn good team. 
And unless there's like a, a an injury here, I, I really don't see how this sort of swings it to Miami, unfortunately. Yeah, no, this is tough. Um, you know, I renew my Heat Culture subscription, but I I can't see Miami getting more than like one game out of this at this point. This is just a clear mismatch, man. And it's crazy to me because like I thought I thought Denver shot pretty well, but they shot even worse than Miami from three. Yeah, they were yeah, eight yeah, of yeah. twenty seven. That was part of the reason why the zone quote unquote worked. I mean, like the the Heat actually conceded some fairly open looks to the Nuggets. And the, this is, the Nuggets are not like the Celtics where they're just going to jack up threes from the wing and they're heavily contested or semi-contested. Like, I'm talking about like open corner threes they weren't making. So, yeah, they have another level to go to. I think, honestly, Jamal Murray needs to get more credit than he does. Because, like, at, at, so much of the focus is on Jokic because he's so unique. But I think there's something about Jamal where in that two-man game with Jokic, obviously, it's just like purely unstoppable. But... His ability to play off the catch, his ability to, you know, catch and shoot for threes, movement off the ball, um, the curling going inside the paint and then making sort of runners and floaters and hook shots. He's tough, man. And also he had 10 assists as well, including one of those, um, the assists in the fourth quarter where it looked like he was uh, going to take a contested mid-range pull-up, which obviously he's capable of making. And then last second, he whips it back to Jokic for the three at, at, right at the buzzer, like, Man, it, there's just, I don't know. I mean, Jamal was the second best player in this game next to Jokic. So when you're telling me that Denver had the top two players, like uh, a lot has to change for Miami. Yeah, and I think we got to look at this Denver team too, um, especially if they win this series in like four or five. Like this will be this will be like up there with, with like some of the greatest all-time playoff runs. Like say if they sweep, they'll have only lost three games. Like they would have gone 16 and three in these playoffs and they would have only lost those two games to Phoenix because because Devin Booker and Kevin Durant literally put up like historical numbers together like yep. 80 points per game and then they lost that game when they were down when they were up 3-0 against Minnesota which they should have won anyways because they made yeah. that late comeback so Bro, Jokic missed a free throw right before they went to overtime right and then they lost an OT yeah so, so Jokic like, straight up could have just swept that game too yeah so like this is just a dominant playoff run from from a dominant team with with a dominant player and this dominant two-way game and it's unfortunate you know my heat have to be uh, on the other end of it they also only shot two free throws which is the lowest in, in nba finals history that was so. kind of hilarious because <laughs> like, i think yeah, and the two were game, by Haywood this game Highsmith. just didn't feel like a finals game man well i, I think first and foremost like your, your star player's got to come out and set the tone and i just didn't get that sense from jimmy right like mm-hmm. how many i don't even remember many jimmy butler plays there's mm-hmm. like a one play where he jumped the passing lane and got a steal or some mid-range jumpers here or there but it's like yeah so, I don't know. You could, you could. There's so many games in just this playoffs run alone, where we see Jimmy Butler like dominate and insert himself onto the game. Like you barely saw him out there. Like I, I remember more Kyle Lowry plays than I do for Jimmy Butler plays. So he's obviously got to be the one that steps up, um, his energy as well. Yeah, but otherwise that's about it, man. Like I feel like Miami's got to have some abnormal games on offense, like with the shooting. To, to I mean, they're capable win. of it. They, they are. Like we've seen it, but. I don't know, man. Like, like you said, unless injuries or some weird stuff happens, like I, I can't see, I can't see the Nuggets losing more than one game, man. Which is, it's crazy, man. But sometimes you, sometimes you see a lot in a game one, man. No, I, I hear you, man. And and I, I'm happy you brought up the the game one that the Raptors when they beat the Warriors. It was like, I think sometimes you just wonder, like, okay, if a team hasn't been there before, like, are they going to be a little bit nervous? Like, what's Denver really going to do? I mean, I've never really seen Jokic act nervous mm. or, like, overwhelmed by the moment. He just kind of, like, you know, huffs and puffs and gets to the spot and then throws up a little beautiful touch floater. But, like, 
you don't know. I mean, maybe they, they, they act out of character a little bit, and they just didn't... They had none of that. In fact, the only scary thing for the Nuggets, I would say, is just, like, they didn't even... They played, like, a B-minus level of game for them, mm-hmm. and they still won pretty comfortably. So, you know, maybe that sense of urgency doesn't kick in for them, but... Their baseline is just so high. Obviously, Jokic and Murray, the two-man game is like the best two-man game in the in, um, in the game right now. I, I think the only comparison is probably Steph Draymond, but I don't think Draymond scores nearly as much to really make that a dangerous two-ended kind of three-point game or a two-man game. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that plus, they're just plus, too plus dynamic. Draymond, plus Draymond got the number fourth podcast in in Canada right now. So damn, that's flop. Yeah. And I know he's putting out podcasts too, but I told you, man, once he stops stomping on Sabonis, the, 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 he was going to drop in the charts, man. He's got to commit Yo, he got the violence. Lakers bump too, man. You know how many Lakers fans there are in this whole world? Oh, God. Anyways. Yeah. No, I, I hear you, man. But damn, I feel bad for I feel bad for the people who got to talk about this finals like every day, man, with all the off days. There's not mm. a lot. There's not a lot, man. I'm, I was going to say, I'm, I'm fairly happy that... Uh, you know, we we can just chill. I mean, because we're gonna put this one out on essentially like for Friday, sure. And then we're kind of cleared for the weekend. Sunday, yeah. I guess we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do Sunday game two. we'll do game two recap. But uh, uh, you know, it might be some Raptors coaching news coming up. Well, um, you would hope so. But. Worst worst case too, we can draft our all time favorite like uh, finals games, like specific games. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> we can go ten rounds, man, because there's no time limit. We might have to. We might have to call up. Uh, <laughs> 11 herbs and spices. Yeah, man. yeah, we might we might call up like eight people and just do a whole draft. Okay. Um yeah. but yeah, that's about it for for game 1. I did have three questions for you. These are my storylines. Oh, okay. Questions Thank you. for Thank you. So, so Jimmy Butler um came in, I don't know if you saw, came in the tunnel wearing a shirt that said four more, obviously referring to the number of mm-hmm. wins that they need. Oh, did did you know What's that up? Jimmy's a, a leaning athlete? Yes, I I, I was aware of that. Yeah. I was aware of that. Yeah, I okay, believe he. Right. It's because of his relationship with Dwayne Wade, because Dwayne right, Wade right, right. is also a leaning athlete. Yeah, uh-huh. so we're gonna have to hit up. We're gonna ha- have to hit up the mainlander. Let's get Bro, some. The let's get some Jimmy Butler's man. The main. The, 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 okay, I don't want to expose all the mainlanders' conversations, but one day sure. we were at Scotiabank Arena, mm. and the mainlander. We were like. You know, pregame on the court, Mainlander's usually down there with his camera yeah. taking you, photos. You guys are speaking stuff. in Mandarin, probably. Yeah. And Mainlander's like, "Oh, hold on, I have a phone call." And then mm. uh, he like, you know. By by the way, that's the... not in a, that's actually his accent, so that's a great yeah, yeah, impersonation. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, I have a phone call. And then he, 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 he and it, but it's not a phone call. It's, it's like a, a WeChat call. Oh. All right. Oh. Was so it like with face... Was it with Mister Ning? <laughs> it was like with the FaceTimer. I think it was like with Anta or one of those. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. I, he's plugged in with Anta, actually. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just talking to like the head executive of of Anta over there. Wow. And they're trying to decide on like which athletes are going to renew their contracts, which mm. ones they're going to sign in the incoming class. And I was just like, damn. Mm. He's this guy, this in. guy on the this guy he's on the phone in. with Chinese Phil Knight right now. No, he's he's plugged in, man. No, that's sick, man. He on the phone yeah. with Phil Ning. Um, oh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, my three questions for you. I'm gonna try to come yeah. up with three questions for all these finals games because oh, I please. feel like the content's looking tough for for this okay. series. So he's wearing the four more, right? So uh-huh. my question is, if they're stuck on, on zero wins in this series, if you're Jimmy Butler, do you continue wearing four more? Like if it's three zero, do you walk into the arena in Game Four in Miami wearing the four more shirt, or do you ditch I, it at some I, point? No, I mean it that doesn't sound like. I, look, listen, knowing the business side of this, each tunnel fit 
is its own branding opportunity, its own marketing opportunity. Mm. You're not just going to wear the same fit into every arena. Like, okay. this isn't Marcus Saul walking into every Raptors game wearing the Raptors zip up hoodie that I'm sure he no. got for free. He literally like, dresses like Udonis Haslam in the tunnel, man. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I think he won't have this problem, quite frankly. Okay. okay um, so okay. he's going to change it up. But, I mean, you know, I, knowing Jimmy and, and the way he, like, responded after each loss. You know, after they went up 3-0, and then each time he would just smile and be like, we'll get the next one. And then, obviously, they lost three in a row. But that's Jimmy's MO, man. He's not going to be phased. Like, they lost one game. It's not a big deal. The big deal is, I suppose, that the Heat have actually stolen game one in all three previous rounds. But, you know, you heard Mike Malone's, like, speech before the game when they showed us the mic'd up segment, mm. which was actually probably the first time I actually really liked the mic'd up segment. Oh, okay. But, but he was like, you know, game one in Milwaukee. They went in there and stole it. Game one against New York, they went in there and stole it. Game one in Boston, he went in and stole it. We're not going to let them do that to us, all right? We're going to assert our home. He, he said not in our house, man. Basically, said, yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, when you win, that shit sounds hard. No, so. I respect I respect, I respect, respect uh, Mike Malone throughout these playoffs. Oh, my bad, Michael Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like, I, I feel like he's just got these guys. Like you talked about, like, oh, sometimes you don't know how these guys are going to react in the moment and things like that like i think he's planted a lot of confidence in this team right like like obviously they've they've been producing on the court but like he's really taken that leadership role and like he talked so much trash in that lakers series and i think even when the lakers got bounced like right before game one of the finals he was like yeah i don't care about the lakers anymore you know they've gone fishing and stuff so Mm. um yeah no no I'm, i'm happy i'm happy for michael malone okay that was my first question about the four more um number two you know, as as we have famously um, talked about on this show, Mark Jackson did not have Nikola Jokic on his MVP ballot. Um, I apologize to Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I, I apologize to the I guess this is, this is less of a question, but more of commentary. Is like, I I wish this was not an ESPN ABC broadcast and like TNT yes. because oh if Mark God. Jackson was on this was like on TNT they would have spent the whole fourth quarter roasting him about this they would roast oh. him about this like every game like I just wish Mark Jackson had a sense of humor where like this would be like a running joke throughout the finals uh yeah I I, I would too I, I think it is First off, it's just funny. Like, it's genuinely funny that he's holding Donovan MVP. Mitchell on his MVP ballot. Bro, he looked at Nicole MVP ballot and he's like, does this mean first team All-NBA? Like, how do you think that MVP no, is the first team all No, I guarantee you he had an assistant fill it out for him. Because I feel like if he actually looked at it, he would have filled you, it out properly. You were really going to blame Jess? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to blame the new Jess, man. Oh, wow. Spoiler. Oh, whoa, Spoiler, my bad. Spoiler, that my new bad, Jess? My bad. Wow. <laughs> my bad. No. Anyway, people um, might get mad. You don't. You don't know, man. Anyway, bro, show some bro, more Jackson. No way people are watching and catching up on the series and hanging on to the Jazz. If but. you still haven't watched the Succession series finale, but somehow have watched every other episode up to, please uh, message me and let me know why. Because um, it's yeah, Friday. actually, I'm, I'm curious um, too. Anyway, but like, yeah, it, it is kind of sad. I think just the, the only good thing about watching the ESPN thing is just like you could do chores in the 15 minutes during halftime. Because like, I, I if also. Mm. Please email in if you are one of the people who sit in during halftime and watches Greeny throw it to Jalen Rose. <laughs> I literally, I literally go to my bed and late. I lay down for ten minutes, man. You know how Draymond only ever passes to Steph. Like when Draymond gets the ball, he's immediately turned around, right, back to the basket, looking to hand it back off to Steph. Like mm. that's that's Greeny every single time. Like he's on ESPN, he's like Jalen Rose. 
I just don't. I, I need to know his Jalen Rose usage per, per sentence. Like you know, these ESPN guys, especially the halftime crew, they cannot criticize any NBA franchise because they're part of a franchise that's been trying to find a good halftime panel for like twenty years now. Yeah, and like yeah. they have not been able to find one good roster. Like Yo, honestly, they, they've never like they've rotated. They had Bill Simmons on there. Shouts to the Podfather. Mm-hmm. I remember Magic Johnson was on there. Like I think oh, with wow. Podfather. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've rotated through, like, tried all these different combinations. And, like, I don't think anybody's expecting them to match, like, inside the NBA. Because that's just, like, no, on another level. No, put together, like, a semi-decent. Like, something watchable. Product. Like, something you yeah. just look forward to. So, Can you I just know. show me the highlights? Show me, like, Jokic is doing really well. Here's, like, the first half. He dominated with his passing. He only took, like, five <laughs> shots. Like, you know, here, show me some passing highlights. That's it. No, I like, just, just I just remember last year. Don't try series. to be funny. Just no. like, just show me like basketball. <laughs> no, it was Lakers Nuggets, and I think AD had like a terrible first half in one of the uh-huh. games. And like Greeny and who was it? Like Will Bond. Like they yeah, were Bond, and Stephen yeah. A. Like they were legit debating whether AD was done as an NBA player. Okay, <laughs> I was right. like, what are we doing here? Honestly, okay. So like, the thing. So That's they're insane. also doing they're doing the like the side streams thing too, which seems to be oh just Stephen like, A. Stephen Stephen A.'s world. Yeah, and and I actually, um, you know, one of these days I was like rewatching one of the playoff games, and I was mm. looking in our back end system here at Sportsnet, and like for some reason the only feed I could find for the game to rewatch it was Stephen A's world stream <laughs> feed. Yeah, and I was like watching, and I was like, Loki, this is better than. <laughs> That the actual main production. Well, because Stephen like, A is Stephen A is entertaining, and I think he he like gets he gets a lot out of guests when he's able to sit down with them one on one and stuff. They just banter. Yeah. Like the one episode I watched, like Draymond came on. Mm-hmm. Like who came on? Like Ludacris came on. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. It's like, like I know you don't I, I watch football. Just random Drewski came through. Like, oh just, damn! But because they yeah. do that in football too, like they have Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. do a separate feed, which now leads me to i feel like you should do you should do will's world man we should get a will's world alternate Bro, feed are you just asking me to rip off steve dangle is that what you're saying <laughs> no, no 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 like we can actually come up with something cool that's different mm. um if you were to do will's world though yeah like during a raptors like who would be your like three dream guests like not to put you on the spot i mean obviously you'd come on the show no man but that, i just have to i think i'd be contractually obligated no I, I mean Wednesdays. no i mean like if you can get like a bobby if you can get like you know like oh. different type people like let's say if you have like you you're just able to pick like just people in the okay. city or something people formerly okay, right. associated with the team gary trent senior would be sick Yep, yep, yep. I, I like that. You know what? I want Gary Trent Sr. to come in with Kevin Garnett. By the way, um, the latest episode of uh, KG and Ticket. <laughs> Once again, I'm on a player podcast. Um, I'm, I'm off it for now. Okay, well, that one, yeah. when it's just Kevin Garnett and, and, and Paul Pierce, and they were talking about Game 7 and the way they lost, mm. bro, that was a great episode for people who haven't watched it. So you mean it was better than the Podfather and the Pod Grandfather? <laughs> absolutely that was okay. just kind of sad to watch honestly like i was like kind of excited i'm like oh yeah here's bill and ryan russillo they're gonna complain about how the officiating and then like it was like oh i talked to my dad and his dad's just like yeah second row joe i love i love how up. i love how pops i was like man the bruins too man <laughs> can't believe the bruins blew it this year too and bill someone's like yeah yeah i saw that yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah i wish your yeah. dad i wish your dad was a shout to ronald i wish he was a big raptors guy if no, you really called your care, dad man. imagine if you called your dad after the after the rap shot two of 30 against the bucks bro imagine he's like yeah man and the, and the leafs man they let dubas go to pittsburgh man 
Yo, imagine getting beat so bad you gotta call your parents, man. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Will's World. Yeah. Will's yeah, yeah, World. yeah. So, yeah, I, I got Gary Trent Senior on there because they gotta okay. be show universe people, right? They can't just be like random. people Okay, no, that that's have never been associated. That's with fine. Show. I thought. Okay, I, I thought because like low key Bobby. Like I, I, I don't know. Are we getting like Bobby after like a few super fresh tall cans, Bobby, mm. or we're getting like. Press we, conference, Bobby. You saying we get straight, two different people. straight face Bobby or, or or thirty-eight boys Bob Bobby is what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I need um I don't think you're getting thirty-eight boys, man. Yeah, I need him to be half in the bag. Okay, okay. I see. Yeah. I thought I thought you were gonna because that like, Bobby absolutely. No, that no, Bobby, no, that's absolutely. fair. You you were because you know you were saying Stephen A gets like ludicrous and these music music artists on. I, sure. I thought I thought you were gonna reach for like a Jesse Reyes or something. You know, mix it up a little bit because you're mean, a noted stand. What am I gonna do? Ask her to sing figures? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why not, man? Bro. I mean, she's a regular. A Reyes, she's a regular uh, courtside. Yeah, she, yeah. she's no, courtside honestly, a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah, Jesse Reyes would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember when, we, when she sang on top of the. Uh, CN, was it this? Yeah, she sang on. It was her, right? Uh, at the bubble. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah, she the, sang oh, on the top of the CN right. Tower? Yeah. Yes, she was on the Skywalk. I know we're. I know we're all trying to forget everything from the bubble, man. Holy. <laughs> including the Microsoft Yo, Teams crowds. No, but you're absolutely right, man. Damn. Yeah. And then they had the kids' videos. I think that was separately, like the kids uh, of the Raptors players, like introducing the starters and stuff. Right. Like the families. Yeah. That was cool. But I mean, none of it was cool because it was the bubble. None of it was cool because I felt like prison visitation. <laughs> it was bad. It was like, <laughs> and, and oh the- wow, look how Kyle Larry, look how happy Kyle Larry is when he sees Carter, and it's like, why is he not seeing Carter? <laughs> Like it was just, what? it was just what wild. Is, like Do- it's like Donovan Mitchell drops like fifty on like Jamal Murray, and then they just have to see each other at the same pool like right after. Yo, like, the funniest thing is Adam Silver was like, "You can see your family in the bubble only if you make the conference oh, finals." Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they got visitation rights. They flew people. They could have a plus one. Everyone could get a plus one. Yo, that oh, was man. wild. Yo, also, the, Clip- the, way- the Clippers are like, why don't we just blow a three-one lead and go home? Like, why don't we just go see, like, Kawhi's like, I'll go and see my family at home. <laughs> like, yo, that, that, that was like, yo, cause they had to come in and quarantine too. Remember that? Like they had to yeah, quarantine, yeah. I think for like five to seven days. Mm-hmm. So I think the Clippers family members must have flown in towards the end of the second round and yep. then just went home. Like after they blew the three, one, that was such an awkward theory too. Cause it's like, I mean, I don't know. Like if you can only choose one person to come in with you, like. I'm not saying that NBA players aren't all faithful, but, like, you got to make a typical choice. You know what I mean? No. Who was the player? Was it Daniel House? Yeah, it was Daniel House who got caught caught with some extracurricular activities. And then he blamed it on Tyson Chandler. Um, And then Tyson Chandler got suspended one game while they were investigating. Yeah. Not that I don't think Chandler was that deep in their rotation, but. By, by the way, the Houston Rockets, what were they cooking that year, man? Because they brought they, Bruno to the bubble, and Bruno also yo, left the campus the, just to get the, pick up the only person out. cooking was Tillman Fertitta in the kitchen, man. He was he was making it his own Fertitta. Tillman, oh man, Tillman was like, "Yo, please don't forget the tip." He's like, he's like, "Yo, four more, please, man, order four more." Tillman Fertitta's like, "Don't forget to add the the the, the send two dollars to the kitchen option that nobody has ever hit yo, on he, Uber Eats." Yo, he's making them tip. While they're all in the bubble. <laughs> all right, Will's World. Okay, Will's World debut episode. So first guest yeah. would be Gary Trent Sr. Yeah, yeah. We get that for like a first quarter type vibe. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you need a lot of energy to start the game. Yeah, yeah. And, and first you quarter can, is kind of you can finally ask him more. like which players he meant when he said the Raptors were soft. So, so yep. we can finally get to the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. And then we bring mm-hmm. Bobby in. You know, if Bobby's diplomatic, we only keep him for like six minutes. Yeah, Bobby oh. might be a, a second, second quarter kind of guy. Second quarter, try- second quarter, we'll split it between Bobby and Jesse Reyes. But yeah, I was gonna say maybe we'll try to get Bobby aggregated a little bit. Yeah. Um, has Bobby ever been aggregated? Like, have n- is no. there a Bobby Webster quote graphic out there? If anybody has a Bobby Webster quote graphic, please send it. The only one I've ever seen, and it, honestly, it's an erroneous quote, mm. and I can't stress this enough. Oh, you're calling fake news right now? No, and this is not Sophie's fault or Sophia's fault, who was one of the fans who came to the live show with Bobby. And, oh, shout out to Sophia. She did. She did a. She did a running thread of of our of our yes, interview yes, with Bobby. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the topics that I had asked Bobby was like, you know, on the because so much of this business is about the people side and, and managing people relationships, mm. um, and you know, you know, communicating to players. Like, okay, so let's say you wanted to tank, for example, in the Tampa season, like. How do you break that kind of news to players who are really wired to be competitive, who have won championships before in your program? Two years later, you're asking them to tank. Mm. How do you handle the people side of that? And that somehow became this thing where I see it on Real GM, I've seen it on Reddit sometimes, where people are like, Bobby said, how do you ask a champion to tank? That is absolutely not what he said. Mm. Yeah, things, and like, things can get and, lost in translation very easily. But I, I know, but people just want to find excuses to dunk on people. But he didn't even say that. Mm-hmm. And again, it was a, it was a very relevant conversation because that same week, maybe that same day, Nick Nurse was about to launch his soft exit. <laughs> oh, that's that right. was the same. No, week. no, no. People don't understand. So, like, we we had this you know wonderful live event with Bobby. Uh-huh. This was on a Wednesday. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. I believe so. The Raptors had just wrapped up a homestand, mm-hmm. and and they had two days off. So Wednesday they were off. Thursday they were off and then Friday they played in Philadelphia <laughs> and that was when Nick stepped up in Philly hey man shout out to my guy Keith Pompey by the way um, first question he got the first question um, also he has a TikTok and and he uh, dropped a TikTok of, of Nick Nurse oh I saw that with, yeah, yeah. with Fat Joe all the way up <laughs> that's the music the funniest thing about that is I've never seen a TikTok where it's just one static image. Yeah, yeah. Usually you caption. see some really creative stuff, right? Yeah, people do little camera tricks or like yeah, putting a hand up to the yeah. camera. It might be Pompey walking in and suddenly it transitions to Nick right in front of him or something. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's just a photo and it says new coach on the way. <laughs> no, it's and not, it's, it's not even a boomerang. It's not even a boomerang, man. It's no, just, no, no, it's, it's just, just frozen. Just, I can't stress this enough. It's only a photo, and then it's a, and, and on the background for some reason your phone is playing all the way up. Yeah, shouts, a, shout, shouts a pop. There's, there's got to be an age limit to TikTok, man. Like, there's, no, come on. no, shouts, um, yeah, that's why I'm I'm not on it, man. I feel like 35 plus. You got to just. Oh, I've seen I've seen some TikToks of you. Really? I mean, I think I'm involved in one of those. Oh, too. oh yeah, we only have one TikTok. That was when yeah, we think, were at Yahoo. Shouts to Ashley. Yeah, shouts to Ashley. Yeah, and, and then the pet. You know, we you know we recorded that one TikTok. And then uh, the world shut down the week after. Oh, like that's what happened. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that that was yeah that was that Wednesday, Thursday. Nick Nurse <laughs> spoke at practice. Oddly enough, Wednesday there was for some reason the Raptors canceled practice. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. That one is still suspicious to me. That one is oh, deep okay. in the Nick Nurse files. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ha- ha- really, was strange why the Raptors would cancel practice during a stretch of the season when they were practicing at every single opportunity, mm, mm, mm. except for one day where he was conspicuously not holding practice um i wonder if you know people were there but yeah that's very same day we we had bobby in there and 
Um, you, anyway, you, tell, listen, you tell me the coach just, might have quit? Um. No, no, I'm not saying that <laughs> oh, necessarily. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah. Just double-checking. Anyway, just double-checking. Yeah. Uh, but Bobby has not been aggregated, so that will be the goal, right? Okay, okay. Stephen A's, or, that, you know. That should just be a goal, and, and you know, I mean... I don't want to jinx it on air, but you know, Bobby. Bobby did say he was going to do one appearance on the show, like once a season or something like that. Yeah, yeah right? he said he got us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This was like a verbal agreement. I'm gonna so. press him around the time of the draft. Does maybe bre- the live event doesn't count, right? Like no, the, no, absolutely okay. not. Okay, because okay. we also donated like a substantial amount to his yeah, uh, scholarship to the, fund. Yeah, 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 yeah. That has been yeah. mailed to uh, the Ayalani School. Um, okay so bobby bobby owes us one is the conclusion okay so will's world mm-hmm. first half we've got gary trent senior bobby webster jesse yep. reyes who we bring yep. in for the second half man second half um mind you this man. is just like the home opener or something this is not even the playoffs but like, every game's the playoffs for me so oh yeah yeah that's I, actually I, I get true. ready to get ready to <laughs> yeah. talk about get ready to learn buddy. chinese buddy <laughs> i mean realistically you gotta come yeah yeah i'll so. be there i'll be there so i'll drop by for like six minutes yeah, you're there yeah, to yeah. start the but, third quarter. Yeah, yeah, like it's know? fine. That doesn't matter. I want to know like different like different types of guests you want, man. Man, like just just imagine your reach. Just imagine your reach is like you know like untouchable. Like, you can get anybody in the city, man. Anybody in the city. Yeah, okay. or, or outside of the city, man. Fly someone in. Like budget mm. is unlimited. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, usually, we, sure. we, yo, you know what? Saying. We've seen cousin Greg at at Raptors games. Although we might not be associated I, 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 with that at the moment, I, I, so. I, heard, I heard cousin Greg is a disgusting brother in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. So. so, so we're gonna move off that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna move off that. How about if you you want to bring in someone from Succession? Who would you bring? Mm. In? If I had to bring in someone from Succession, yeah. probably honestly for a TV audience, mm. probably Roman. Like, yeah, I was gonna like, say Roman too. I don't know why. <laughs> also, are we bringing in like? You no, know, we're bringing actor, in Kieran we... Culkin. Yeah, we're not bringing in Roman Roy. Oh, okay, no, I'm actually <laughs> requesting him to come in and, and be Roman, please. As Roman. I want actually okay. two. I want him and Jerry at the same time. Okay, okay. Just sitting in the corner, okay. doing a little awkward like you okay. know, tension thing. See, here's what I would step in as a producer and be like, "Yo, we should just get Frank and Carl, man. Might be good content too." Or oh, you know, it's gonna be like Bam Adam Biles a salty dog. <laughs> no, good we need to stop using the salty dog. <laughs> Yo, we need Stewie too. Show us my guy Stewie, man. Stewie Loki, one of the funniest characters. <laughs> He's like team uh spoilers uh spoilers please skip the next 10 seconds <laughs> if you haven't seconds. watched uh, him being like I'm t- I'm a no baby team Ken baby I'm a no <laughs> And everyone's like why did he just say no Why did yeah. he have to be a weirdo <laughs> No cuz like all the other all the other siblings would be just be horrible to watch maybe Connor actually Connor would be number 2 pick Actually do no remember when Connor went to that regular person bar at the start of this season. Oh, and he's he, like, like I want to drink Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really I want to sing karaoke. No. This guy wants to go drink Budweiser and sing, like, uh, I don't know, Wonderwall. I got to che- I gotta check it back, man. He might have ordered a Stella, man. I got to check that. Man. I got to check the tape. Okay, so we're bringing Roman. Roman mm. and Jerry, you said. Yeah, yeah, third quarter. Okay, okay, fourth. Fourth, fourth quarter. it might just got to be you, man, if the game's locked in and stuff. No, right? that's what the post-game podcast is for. Oh, yeah, no, okay, so okay. Fourth quarter, it's... I'm assuming you don't know, have to work post-game if you're doing Will's World. At this point, we're so locked in, like, we need, like, actual basketball people to come through. Okay, like, okay. Super entertaining basketball people. Okay, so, okay. I'm not even sure who that is, quite frankly. Mm. <laughs> I mean, anybody in the world, man. You know, let's, say, let's say if they're playing the Sixers on opening night. Like, this is opening night game. I honestly think if Pompey's in town, we get Pompey in for the fourth. Oh, man. I thought you said, well, if the Sixers in, you get Nick Nurse to watch. 
Because oh, I actually kind of want to watch a game with Nick. Just man, so he... What are you talking about? This man's legit coaching the team. No, no, no. Just no. It's the finals. He's not going to be. Oh, okay, okay. The Sixers are okay, going to be. Now, but... now we're talking finals because I was talking opening night of the Raptors season. Oh, oh, oh word. No, we're getting Raptors Wizards, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yo, the NBA's jo- not wasting resources on us. Drop your pick uh, right now. You think it's Wizards? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Or somehow wi- we'll get the yo. We'll get the Pelicans or, again for or no or reason. Bulls. Yo, let's we'll get the Pelicans. Let's get the Pelicans, man. Let's let's, let's finish up the trilogy. Sure one was God. in Toronto. One was in Tampa. Can't let's, wait for Herbie to be like, and at small forward. Trey Murphy the third. <laughs> he not even in the lineup tonight, but Jose Alvarado. <laughs> Inactive. Yeah. yeah, he's the first PA announcer to read out the inactive list. Hey, by oh, the way, my... I was thinking this mad random today. Um, okay. Is Otto Porter going to come back? Like, is, does having a new coach matter? Oh, Otto Porter? Yo, bro, no. Fourth quarter, Otto Porter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Otto Porter is just going to leave the game and come to the live stream, man. Like, do do you think having a new coach will change uh, Otto Porter's like you know outlook on this team? Like, what's gonna happen? I think, man? I think the biggest thing is just don't play my back to backs, and we'll okay. see that le- okay. leads to him staying healthier for longer. Because like, like we gotta no, we I'm gotta, not, honestly, like, I'm not saying we gotta treat him like Kawhi, but like okay, but I'm not it, kidding, it man. I'm, I'm kind of like the Raptors got a lot of holes on their roster right now. Uh-huh. Like having Otto Porter back for like however many minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes a game, like mm-hmm. is pretty valuable. Is all sure. Like if he's yeah, able yeah, to play. Sure. Like, I also forgot until I saw someone post a photo from the Justin Trudeau presser today. Joe Wieskamp is on the team, so I guess we do have a shooter. Was there he was he there? Yeah, 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 he was. So doing what? Uh I'm not sure, supporting the team. Gotcha, um, gotcha. supporting the causes, but so so we do have one three point shooter on the team. So there we mm. go. There we go. It was really sad watching game 82 where that game didn't matter at all. It was like Thanasis was here and everything. Mm. And there was a play because everybody in the Raptors who played had scored at that point. In the last minute of the game, the Raptors had won it pretty decisively. And Joe Wieskamp was just begging for the ball. And he tossed <laughs> up another three and he bricked it. And he was the only guy in the game who didn't get a shot off. No, no. We need, him, sad, we need him to transform into Duncan Robinson, man. Start I look a- like me at some of the basketball runs at the start of the season. Start so. a podcast if, if you need to, Wieskamp. We got you, man. Okay, yeah. so Will's World, if it's the finals, you're going to have Nick in the fourth. Nick Nurse, yeah, in the okay. fourth quarter. Yeah. I like that. I like That'd that. That'd be pretty cool. All right, what was my last question? Oh, yeah, my last question is, so Ken Jong was courtside oh, God. tonight. Oh, um, God. You know, that's how you know Asian Heritage Month is over, by the way, um, when we have to talk about Ken Jong. <laughs> but it got me wondering, though, like, who are the Nuggets celebrity fans? Because they flashed a celebro. Oh, yeah. Why, why was he there? So apparently he's a Nuggets fan now. He's from LA, and he was at a lot of the Lakers Nuggets games during oh, the get conference. Get the hell finals. out of here, man! I'm trying to. I'm because try, uh, the Nuggets official account actually filmed something with him where he like was supporting the Nuggets tonight. <sighs> but I feel like he's probably in Denver, like shooting the Hangover Five or something. Like I don't know. Like or maybe he really is like a diehard, like Nuggets stand. Bro, no, get out of here. But anyways, bro. it got me thinking, like. Denver's doesn't have a celebro, like because they show celebro tonight, and it was Sean Payton, who's mm-hmm. the head coach of the Denver Broncos, um, Peyton Manning, who obviously has has the Denver Broncos ties, and Russell Wilson, who's the quarterback of the Broncos currently. <laughs> that's like, that's yeah. like if that's like if the Raptors were in Game One of the Finals, and it was Sheldon Keefe, uh, Austin Matthews, and like Doug Gilmore. <laughs> you you just can't like have. So I need to know. I need Denver like, to have one. I need to know if Denver has one like legit celeb fan. 
I to, to be honest, I actually don't think they have a single one. But no, but Ken Jung is is particularly egregious. I looked it up because I'm not really that familiar with this game. This guy's born in Michigan, um, <laughs> moved to North Carolina at the age of four, and what is the connection? He went to he went to Duke University as well, then went to UCLA for medical school. Like, what is the possible connection with Denver? If that is the case, yeah, we're you gonna I mean? we're gonna have to figure it out. He's, is he's, this guy? Did he just jump on this bandwagon? Because like he's al- sad, he's man. also produced a thirty for thirty short back in twenty fifteen. Now that I'm looking him up, anyways, that's enough Ken Jong talk. Yeah, no, this but, is this is tough. This, this is, is tough. this is this, this is, is a tough an, third question. We could have just had two questions. This is anti API. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, All right, before we move on to the next topic, oh, um, what's up? I'm gonna take a break in the podcast right here. What do you um, need to do? Yeah, I gotta use the washroom, so we'll we'll break and then we'll come back, All right, Pause your recording. Welcome back to the Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Podcast Network. That's right, Uh, we're just gonna speak that one into existence. SMPM, Uh, baby. uh, Yeah, Uh, I'm your host, Will Lu. Continue to be joined by co-host and producer uh, Alex Wong on the other side of uh, that bathroom break. Okay, so... Oh, my what, God. I thought you were going to edit that out for yourself. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it I've is. I've had to wait for 45 minutes, but it's all good, man. No, it's because of the Zoom, okay? <laughs> it's because of the Zoom. It takes a long time to explore. Wow, what is this, man? 12-year-old toilet humor over here, man. Um, by the way, you know, um, uh, in the first segment, you know, I introduced the three questions uh, uh, that I'm going to give you after every finals game mm-hmm. because content's looking tough on court. For, yeah. for this finals i'm also um you're gonna have a very original segment uh tweet of the night okay so oh are we just gonna rip it straight off <laughs> straight of, off uh, uh shout out to our guys from no dunks <laughs> don't they have like a a, a musical drop that yeah they, they do? also like, do shout out to my guys at no dunks you know uh you know trey trey gave me a book blurb for for cover story uh skeets oh, and what? Taz malice gave me a book blurb for prehistoric as as did you will yeah, yeah. so appreciate did they read you. the whole book like i did though mm, we don't know we don't know well i i guess we'll okay. never know i guess we'll never mm. know and shouts to black dragon roll who we saw at a hoop run on yep. tuesday yep, so yep. and he's in denver right now no but we're just gonna borrow this for the final so the tweet of the night tonight comes from uh doug smith of the toronto star oh um, okay ache, uh, also known for for the yo mailbag he was taking questions oh. earlier tonight so make sure you send uh-huh. that in I thought you were going to say something else entirely about Doug Smith's tweets, but oh, we're going no. to let Come that slide. On, we're going to let Shouts that slide, man. Guy, Come Doug. on, bro. Come on, man. Purchase We the North, 25 years of the Raptors. Um, mm. Doug tweeted um, tonight, quote, a guy who grew up in Kitchener and his horse-loving buddy from Serbia. Yeah, it's a global game. That's for sure. So that's the tweet of the night for for game one. That's pretty good. It does remind me a lot of Katie Heindel's tweet. Uh, mm. after the Nuggets had qualified for the finals. Okay. It was like a week ago mm. where Katie tweeted, uh, in my opinion, a, a funnier version of this mm. where she went th- went down a couple of storylines and then just ended with the horse girl from Serbia. So mm. okay. do you think okay. Nikola Jokic is a horse girl? Because, you know, that's a whole aesthetic. It's not just like you like horses. It's yeah, like I'm, you I'm subscribe not... to a personality. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this um, with this sub subgenre, subculture. I thought, so. I thought you would be because it's a generational wealth thing. Oh, from where? what I understand. Oh, yeah, you yeah, mean yeah. like these are people who like you know actually like ride horses growing up and stuff like in yeah like unless yeah, you're okay, like okay, from okay. the farm like you're, you're in the rural area and like right. you just have horses around for some I don't know like, like they play polo and stuff like instead of just wearing polo. No, there's just people who like do dressage and like from a young <laughs> no. age. Yo, why does pony. that why does that word sound so rich, man? Dressage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> it yeah. also sounds like an English Premier League manager, man. Um, yeah. Saw Moreno right. waiting for a ref by the bus or something, man. What's going on, man? Did you see that? Who? Is that an old who? clip? Jose Bro, Moreno who? or whatever. No! <laughs> Mourinho? <my God. laughs> yes, man. Oh, oh my man. God. My bad. Mourinho? <laughs> Mourinho, man. Who does he manage Bro. He manages Roma. Is that even a good team? Right now, no. They're not like the top of Italy right now. So did right he now. fall off? He didn't fall off, but his whole thing is like he's really good at winning like tournaments. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when, when they do the knockout kind of stuff. He's really, really good at that, and he's won a lot of those. I mean, he's just also a, just a historically good manager in general. Mm. But um, when he took over Roma, it wasn't like Roma is one of those top teams. It's not like Roma has all this kind of money. Um, mm. I think he's actually done pretty well with Roma. Um, but yeah, he made it to the finals, and then he lost to uh, Seville. Because um, that Mark Seville, because um, that doesn't sound like a brother. very prestigious team like Roma. Ro- or am I wrong? Am I wrong? They're, okay, they're not that prestigious in the sense that like they're not like one of the super clubs that you see. They're not like. You know, City or Liverpool or United. Yeah, you know what I mean, even in even in Italy and just in Serie A alone, mm-hmm. I would say like obviously both AC and Inter Milan are bigger clubs. Okay, Napoli okay, won okay. the league this year; they're historic. When I went to Naples, like every single person had a like it was cra- it was honestly crazy. I, I, it wasn't even game day, and like half the people were wearing just kits with like Dries Mertens on the back. Maradona used to play there, right? A long Maradona, time ago. there's. All sorts of uh, murals of Maradona, like everywhere there. No, that's also. Sick. By the way, I've been to the two capitals of Maradona at this point, both uh, Napoli and also Buenos Aires. So, no, that's um, crazy. I got a. Uh, but I, th- I would say an equal amount of like Maradona murals and paraphernalia that you walk around and see and stuff. I got a. I got a vintage um, Man U jersey coming in. So apologies. Oh, word! You bought one. What'd you get? It was like. Did you get one with a number or no? Yeah, ninety-five. This player named Parker. I gotta look it up. It's a black. It's a get, black. Man? It's a black jersey though. Um, this guy got Anthony Parker. No, I'm trying to look up Parker Manu. No, this is how we're gonna fall in the charts, man. I know. What? I know. I know. Footy content gets the gets the least. Um, yeah, my my football history is not Paul that Parker. great, man. Paul Parker. Yeah. All right. I don't All know. Right, I, I didn't get it because of the player though, because um, the uh-huh, kit is just got... fire. It's it's like a black alternate kit. Okay. All right. So anyway, right, so I'm just letting you know. Paul I might Parker. be ro- I might be rocking a Manu. I also found like I, a, I also found a really cool Everton vintage kit for like twenty bucks on eBay that I might pull the trigger on just just for Derek. No, honestly, that'd be th- that's kind of heat. I like, cause I, it's got I, the I, Chang. It's got the Chang on it, man. I like the Chang. That that is the sponsor. You're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Getting sponsored by Chang is pretty hard. <laughs> it's like yeah, we're not sponsored by no telecom. I don't even know what company they are. But it's yeah, just, it's like yeah. A, it's, it's like an elephant on the front. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're just sponsored by Chang. Like what? Watch it be like a coconut milk company. Yeah, I gotta look man. into it, but they they got that nice blue color, kind of like Chelsea. I'm on a I'm on a little Premier League jersey jersey run right now, trying uh-huh. to collect. I was looking at Newcastle too, but that's a kind of looks like a Foot Locker employee, so I can't. Chang jersey, okay. What's like a what's like an underrated team with like a good kit, man? Because some uh... of these kits aren't that hard. West Ham got some nice kits too, vintage. Yeah. You don't like West yeah. Ham. You gotta separate the actual team though. You just gotta it depends. look at the do, do you do you like maroon? You know? Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's a cool color, man. Oh, Chang is a beer. Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. oh, it's just a beer brand? Okay, yeah. I respect yeah, yeah, yeah. that. I respect yeah. that. Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, we gotta get back to um What is a team with an underrated kit? Yeah. Honestly, half the kids I would say in the Premier League, half the kids look terrible. Cause oh, okay. they just have like a gigantic like sponsorship and like some lines around it. It just doesn't look as clean, I mm. feel like. The nineties, the nineties kits are nice though, man. 
Yo, like, there's some really good Liverpool '90s kits, man. Oh yeah, I seen the one that with the candy sponsor on it. That's super candy's cool. hard, man. But they're yeah. like 300 bucks, so that's fair. That's fair. I gotta, I gotta start Will's World before I get okay. on that. Um, no, right, I need to gotta... see you pull up in a Fulham kit, man. Oh man, that's also another really boring kit. Actually, I don't want to see Fulham pull up vintage. One. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Oh yeah. No, I want a Man City one though. Man City vintage is kind of hard. Honestly, if you want cool kids, like Arsenal really does have cool kids, man. Especially the ones that they have right now. I, I really do like their. Oh yeah, they're okay. They're okay. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the Liverpool ones are because Arsenal's red too, right? Yeah. But the Liver. If if I'm going red, the Liverpool one is harder. I agree. I agree. We still got to do that group buy on, on the new new kit, man. Okay. Yeah. We'll keep, we can split shipping. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this guy offering split shipping is killing me, man. No, I'm, it's I'm like going say, to a, a Chinese restaurant. I'm like, yeah, 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 I got you. We'll split the tip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy said, yo, 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 I'll put in five. You put in five. <laughs> but we'll split the rest down the middle. But I to, got to, you, though. To be clear, we're not our parents. We tip more than five. Right. No, but you're like, I got you. And getting me is splitting shipping, man. Nah, look at the kit I just sent you, man. But, that's I'll check Arsenal it. has some really nice ones, but man. But that's not you can't tell someone I got you and then tell them I got you on splitting shipping. Oh yeah, this gets too wild though. This yellow one. Oh, uh, okay. How's that too wild, man? The JVC Adidas. No, it's hard though. It's hard. It's Adidas, hard to wear, as they say. No, that's there. hard though. That's hard. Yeah. All right. Back to our right, timestamp. Timestamp, Nick Nurse, mm. intro presser. Got you, got you, got in you. In Philadelphia today. By the way, did you watch this? Did you just pull up clips, see quotes? No. How did you consume? Here's the thing. Did you consume? So, I saw the I saw um the clip by Lieban um that went viral. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Where so this is one of the older reporters. I think it's Howard Eskin. Eskin. Eskin, yeah. Yeah. Who was Who's pressing the, him? Who's oh, the father of? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. He's the, the pod father of Spike. Yeah. On Rice to Ricky Sanchez. How's that relationship like? I actually want to know. Like, between Spike and Howard. Like, is it respect? I mean, I want to say yes, but I also saw a lot of people being like, oh, you know, this guy Howard is like, I don't know, either really revered or people see him as a jerk. It seemed like there was very controversial, more polarizing. Yeah. Anyways, the clip we're referring to was um, Nick was asked a question about James Harden. Hmm. And halfway through, Howard interrupted. It was like, you're not answering the question. Because well, he was asking inter- if he'd like Harden to come back. Yeah, so the interesting thing was I watched the... Um, first of all, I actually watched the whole press conference afterwards, hmm. right? So I, I just listened to it. Because I, I wanted to hear what Nick had to say about the whole situation. I thought Nick did a really good job of saying absolutely nothing. Hmm. He also just kept saying we in, in conjunction to Toronto. And they, or you guys... In, uh, in Philadelphia, so he's mm. got to like change up that pattern. Which is but that's weird because towards the end of his tenure here, he wasn't saying we when it came to the Raptors. Oh man, the so. only we he was saying was when he went to the Montreal charity games. No, but like, <laughs> yeah, I really hit him with the oh you oh you say we a lot oh you speak French now <laughs> oh man um, salute to party next door but late night no li- literally this is the exact right time to to, to hear that song. Um, but I actually listened to the whole press conference, mm. and um, yeah, that that whole segment came about from Howard asking a question and Nick just kind of like waffling the whole time, and he just gave this like really long meandering answer where he said nothing. So I kind of understand how we're coming in and being like, all right, cut out the the BS, like sure. let me get straight to the point. Do you expect James Harden on this roster? Um, 
but it is kind of funny. And I thought the questions were fairly pointed in the sense that like it wasn't a happy press conference. It wasn't like, hey, Daryl, tell me everything that you like about Nick. And hey, Nick, tell me everything you like about Daryl. Tell me everything you like about Joel Embiid. It was sort of like, you know what you're coming into. This is a difficult job. Everyone's expecting you to take this team over the hump. What are the specific things you can do to do that? And there's a lot of like, you know, essentially like, what are you going to do for us? Rather than like, hey, welcome to Philadelphia. Yeah, well, I mean, I think different media markets do have different tones when it sure, comes to sure. the media coverage. Yeah, and yeah. I would say like Toronto's more like laissez-faire, however you want to describe it. Whereas, you know, I think just, just listening to the clips from the presser today, like that's what you would expect. And that's what you expect in that situation too. Like Nick is walking to a situation where this franchise has not made it out of the second round for like 22 years now. Mm. So there's a lot of pressure. Like they just had another disappointing season, all of that. It was just kind of funny because I think Nick kind of walked in and Daryl Morey kind of walked in like it was a celebratory Yeah, they move. were. I think they were expecting it to be like chill. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it wasn't chill. It was <laughs> Yo, like, the, okay. media, the media was ready to sling darts today, man. They were like, hey, Nick, um, you know Joel hates you, so um, what, what did you do to smooth things over? And also Howard asked a question in a, in a separate thing that wasn't the, not the clip that went viral, but he mm-hmm. was like, Daryl, you previously said during this job search process that it would be your decision and that you wouldn't involve the opinion of players. But the reports are that, you know, um, Nick met with Joel and that was a big factor in his hiring. So, you know, why did you go back on your original stance? And I was like, all right, that, that's kind of heat. I like that. No, I, I, like I think that. this is going to be a great like sidebar subplot for us to to monitor. Yeah. Like The funniest thing was also the, the funniest thing was at the very end of the press conference. Mm. Um the last question went to Tim Bontemps, which I think in Toronto that he would get the first question if ESPN were to come to town. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so you know, Tim got the last question, and he was just like, after all this sort of like essential not grilling because it wasn't all grilling, but a lot of it was grilling. Um, he like asked Daryl Morris like, "Hey, Daryl, why did you hire Nick, and what did you like about working with him previously?" Essentially, it's just like, "Hey, give me some friendly quotes." Mm-hmm. And finally, we got some friendly quotes at the end. I think you know that, uh, yeah. I'm not saying it was like the, you know, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, possession spoiler alert, but like... Yeah, skip 20 seconds. Saying, yeah, skip I'm a not minute. saying it was like the congressional hearings, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, I also, I'm also saying that, you know, Nick Nurse was up there talking like Cousin Greg. Yeah, skip skip another minute um, here, spoilers coming up. Yeah, the clip too is funny. I mean, like, you know, Nick dressed pretty casually, and obviously when he's introduced at a new job, you expect him to like roll up in a full suit like he did Sure, today. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the Sixers official account tweeted this clip of him just like getting out of the car into the building, and he really looked like Tom oh, <laughs> the first, first day as a CEO. <laughs> he was just rolling in, probably slapping a uh... sticker on PJ Tucker, being like, get ready to play 48. <laughs> He's like, yo, get get me Carolina. <laughs> He's like, get me Daniel House Jr. <laughs> gonna make sure, uh, gonna make sure those knees are ready for forty three next year. <laughs> they should have given. So they gave him the jersey. Obviously, it says seventy six on the back. It should have mm-hmm. said forty eight, man. <laughs> they should have given him a forty eight jersey. <laughs> I think all the players next season should wear their number, their their minutes average. <laughs> No, that's crazy. It's like man. checking in number forty-seven and a half. PJ Tucker. <laughs> you about to have a whole bunch of Dirk Nowitzki's on the team, man. Oh, oh anyways. Yeah. yeah okay, so spoilers Nick, over. Yeah, spoilers over. We're back. Um, Nick was also asked um, how to get the Sixers past the second round, and he said, "Quote: I think this team could be playing tonight." Referring to to the finals, um, and he said, "You know, staying healthy, the ball bouncing your way." 
figuring out the long ground of the playoffs, all of those things are very difficult. Okay, good, mm. good non-answer there. While throwing in the fact, bro, that, the whole press conference was him bounced. saying yeah. he's a that was, he was a salty dog, but a good egg. Like, don't, <laughs> there were no takeaways from the Nick Nurse press conference. Just I watched it for content. Yeah, I was trying to see what I. Oh yeah, and then he had this quote about how he doesn't vibrate on the frequency of the past. Oh brother, yeah, oh man, is that is that Don Draper or is that or is that Kendall Roy? Man, I think that's no, Don that's. That's the same thing as he's a salty dog, but a good egg, man. <laughs> I don't vibrate on the frequencies of the past. Like, so, so we're giving bro. this. So we're giving the NN presser um, a zero out of ten. Is what we're saying? No, I'm not saying it's a zero out of ten, but like I, I think at the same time, like he was pretty. It, it's it. I got the impression that like he hasn't thought about the whole thing yet. You know what I mean? Things like, have moved really fast. So. I, I think at one point, I think maybe like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes into the press conference where he got a little bit looser and that was after he got pressed by Howard. Mm. I think someone asked him about a question in terms of like, what are your individual goals for all the players? And he's just like, look, obviously we're heading into free agency. Like the roster is going to change. I think we'll have more time to get into that. And I was just like, okay, that's mm. that's a little bit interesting because there's lots of players that you expect to stay on that roster. Sure. Like, no, the, the, the James Harden was, thing but... is interesting. Like We've heard all the Houston stuff. And Nick was saying, I think they were asked for a sales pitch, and he's like, winning is the sell. All right, really a nothing burger today from Nick. But, like, we've talked about, I think we talked about this on Monday, but, like, you know, if you think of a coach and a star player, like, I couldn't think of a a pairing that, like, doesn't match at all worse than uh, Nick Nurse, James Harden. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say, I thought you were meant, you know, the Sixers put out a whole bunch of photos of, like, Nick walking around the facilities with Dara Mori, and, like, Nick, like, laughing at all his jokes and i was just like oh this is i don't well, know man well, the, the, stunning... the, vibes, the vibes just didn't look that great i'm not gonna lie to in you, a but... stunning upset mb did not show up and and you know ask a joke question in the back at the nick nurse intro presser so i'm disappointed by that i thought they were gonna play this up very heavy so we'll have to wait till training camp probably he's gonna be like oh nick uh, are you gonna <laughs> it's like nick how, are you, how will you yeah he's like how day? will you defend like... how will you defend joel mb tonight yeah and then cue laughter from everyone, including Nick. Yeah. So, yeah. you think we're getting that Liberty I'm salty. Ballers? I, I, Liberty? I'm a salty yeah, you're a salty right egg, man. I'm, I'm a you salty. Think, I'm a, you, think, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> you think we're getting a new NN? I'm a century egg right <laughs> you know, now, you man. Think, you think we're getting a new NN colorway, though? The, the NN colorway in the Sixers colors? Kind of hard. Man. Hey, man. They, he didn't wear any NN content to the uh, to the press conference. Nah, he, he had to roll out in the suit today, man. I had to be serious. Really? But yeah. I think he's going to go back to casual. Also, as as uh, people <laughs> mentioned when I compared NN to Tom, um, they said Nate Bjorgren got to go there because that's his Greg. <laughs> that that legitimately is his Greg. So, so. I, I am wondering if uh, if if uh, my guy NB is gonna go there. I would assume like they travel in a pack, man. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent he's going, man. Okay. The funniest thing was just you know after he got after Bjorkren like flamed out so hard in Indiana. Oh man. Uh, Shows, he immediately came Jake back to Fisher's, Toronto. Uh, deep dive report on Nate Bjorgen. Oh, that, that's in the that's in the Nick Nurse files. Trust me, that that article is very useful. But um, yeah, like when he came back to Toronto, like the Raptors even like took the extra step of saying he's a consultant oh, rather right. than saying he's a coach. They titled him differently. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yo, the NBA is so funny, man. NBA is super funny, man. Honestly. And also, it's just like, oh, Daryl Morey and, and, and Nick have a relationship. <laughs> From the, the real Grande Valley Vipers. <laughs> That's wild, man. It really no, is a who man. you know business, you know? No, of course. I am surprised they didn't hire D'Antoni, but I guess that would have been a James Harden move. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, here we go. I just need more NN and Joel and B content, but we'll get a lot of that next. No, season. I'm actually kind of happy that he's there, he's there now because I'm thinking from the content perspective, like it actually will be a running story. No, but this is what, this is what I'll I mean. be fairly tapped into. To no, this is what I mean. It's like goes. this is good when certain people from the Raptors universe go somewhere else prominent, and yeah, yeah, we're exactly. able to just add threads to it. Is it like Kawhi? It's, it's not on the level of Kawhi. Is it like when Serge <sighs> went to the Clippers? Yeah, man, I kind of forgot Serge was on the Clippers. I guess yeah, that was, was tough. I guess remember because like forget about the whole thing. You remember the whole thing it was like free agency, and the Raptors offered him like a one-year deal, and the Clippers offered him a two-year deal with less money and whatever. Right. And apparently, the clinching thing was Kawhi calling him and being like, "Yo, yo Serge, you coming?" Yeah, <laughs> that like, was it. He's like, "Yo, the, let's reunite the disgusting brothers, man." <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about Serge. Serge with the Clippers. Who else went there? Just Norm too, right? And that's Norm. It. I well, you know, he Nick. I mean, Nick Kawhi also had his version of cousin Greg, which was uh, um, the coach. What am I forgetting his name, man? Who? The guy with the glasses. You talking Jeremy Castleberry? Yeah, Castleberry. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You can never yeah. for you can never forget Castleberry, man. Also, where is Pat McCaw now? Sorry, I'm just randomly thinking. Oh, Pat he's McCaw. in the G League. Yeah, the last I saw Delaware him was the Del- Blue Delaware Coats. Blue Coats. What? Yeah, so yeah, Nick Nurse. That's probably why he Nick went there because uh, Pat McCaw is in the Sixers program. No, I need I need Nick Nurse. I need Nick Nurse to mold Mac McClung into the next Malachi Flynn. <laughs> I want to see McClung out there. <laughs> oh man, what does that mean? Man? I don't you're, gonna even a, you're gonna have a hoop at Ryerson. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry, the, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Metropolitan. Yeah, I need to know what's the Metropolitan of Philadelphia. <laughs> no, nah, man, we got the Metropolitan '92s and we got the Metropolitan. Uh, Yo, being able to uh, just monitor the Sixers whenever we want for content next season will be yeah. not bad. No, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm actually going to kind of enjoy hating on that team. No, like, you know so. how often we're going to be able to just call Pompey? Like, we can just do a yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a monthly check-in or something. Man. Bro, I'm telling you, Pompey got the first question. No, shout to Keith, yeah. man. I might, yeah, I might respect gotta, to Keith. I'm going to download the, the Locked On Sixers tonight, man. Mm. Since, you know, I know JR is going to take an hour uploading this. Um, oh, okay. What else, man? <laughs> yeah, because I like listening to my own stuff. Oh, um, got you, got you. What else? I think that might be it, man. Oh, Pistons. Oh, yeah, we have a Raptors, Raptors oh. coaching update, too. Before, Oh, yeah, you got any more Nick Nurse stuff? No, I thought you were talking about the Pistons stuff. But Oh, yeah, let's, okay, let's go. Okay, let's go Pistons first. Pistons, hire Monty Williams. This man got the, uh, got the head coach, Supermax. Yo, I feel um, bad. I feel so bad for Kevin Ollie. Like for two months straight, they were like, <laughs> "You kept telling me Kevin Ollie was the favorite." Bro, all the reports were like, "Yeah, they're gonna hire Kevin Ollie out of like I forget <laughs> what Charles, like, high also, school or college." And also, Charles, not Asian Lee, was was in the running too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And no, all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, Monty Williams is available," and Monty <laughs> doesn't even want to come. Okay, we'll throw him like the full mid level. No, no, you guys like, got to re- you man. guys got to read the story in the Athletic. Um, Shouts to your subscription. Um, I think it was. Did Col- you read it? Yeah, I, I, yeah. It was I'm Col- not that tapped into. Yeah, it was, Col- it was co-written by Shams and uh, James Edwards the third. Um, yep. And basically, at first, Monty said no, because um, I think he just wanted to take the year off. And then the owner Tom Gore like chartered a private plane, and like Monty was in his living room like the the following evening, and like they wouldn't take no for an answer. And I guess Monty and and his agent basically just squeezed the most money out of this situation. Like they Bro. offered him money to the point where he couldn't say no. Six years, seventy-eight and a half million, and there's incentives. This man really got a player contract, got team options and incentives where the deal could reach eight years, a hundred million. Uh, 
okay, so first off, um, it is kind of funny comparing salaries across sports because, like, like Connor McDavid is like objectively the best hockey player, and alive. he makes like what twelve? He makes twelve. Yeah. So, so, so Monty, Monty Williams as a coach, a hundred over eight years would be twelve and a half per season. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it says here Sidney Crosby making three. That can't be right, man. Uh, might be because he's maybe he took a pay cut or something towards the end of his career. For Bro, the team. he's making three. <laughs> he's still. Yeah. He's making three. He making Jeff. Oh, his ca- he making Jeff Down Jr. money. <laughs> Yo, relax, man. <laughs> but, but but this is this is this is what we call half an auto border. So right, right, right. No, the cross oh sports comparisons are always hilarious. Yeah, I'm also looking at the no, Pistons but, cap sheet. Yeah, because again, I'm I'm curious about these things. So, mm. but first off, do you know who the highest paid player on the Pistons is? Oh man, this is harder than the basketball reference game. Man. Uh, hold <laughs> on, give me one second. Hold game. on, give me a sec. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need a hit for this as well. He's on the Pistons. <laughs> no man, give me give me something. He a young player, old player, washed. <sighs> nah, it's too obvious if I say that. Um, really? Oh, it's uh, Bogdanovich. It is Bogdanovich. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. okay, yeah, it's Bogdanovich. So Bogdanovich is making nineteen yeah. five. So obviously he's making more than Monty. The next, the second highest paid player on the team. Can you guess who that is? Uh, beef stew. No, beef <laughs> stew is making uh, one and a half. I don't know who else they have. It's got to be one of the rookies. Is it Kay Cunningham? No, C- Cunningham is third. I don't even know. At, at ten, at ten five, it's Marvin Bagley the third. He's making, <laughs> he's making twelve five. Yo, they have so- three Marvin Bagleys too, man. It's the crazy. They have Marvin Bagley one, who's James Wiseman. <laughs> They have Marvin Bagley too. I'm sure they have another big. That's hilarious. Yo, like this is actually insane. So Monty yeah. is gonna be making more than everybody on the roster except yeah. for Boyan Bogdanovich. Which, like, which, and all, like all jokes aside, I feel like that that makes you got to command respect. If that's but that's the what case, I'm saying. Man. That makes a difference. It's like, it's like the players know that this is like his team. In a bro, way. Cor- you're telling me Corey Joseph makes more money. <laughs> on a player option than Sidney Crosby does. <laughs> no, we, we oh, got to stop doing the cross sports. Yo, parents, if, if you're making your kids play no. hockey, like, what are you doing, man? No, but this is, no, this is a wild thing. The bro. ROI ain't hitting, man. That's not it. No, but, but listen, man, this is, so they got Dwayne Casey in the front office. Uh-huh, yeah. And then they got Troy Weaver as the GM. And they've got Monty Williams. And I respect the three of them just squeezing all this money out of Tom Gore, man. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, listen, like this is, this is kind of something I would have expected in terms of, like, you know, you obviously have finite resources when it comes to operating a salary cap, but you have infinite resources technically when it comes to hiring front office executives. This like, has to this has to bump bu- up this has to bump up um, salaries for coaches coming up. Then sure, like what what's stopping Bobby Masai to be like, hey, um, you know, Spo, can we pay you fifteen million dollars? You per have year? mentioned this. I would. Like, how, what's the max you would throw at Spo? I would throw thirty million. <laughs> A year? Yeah. God damn, bro. What, man? You're folding? So you're only willing to go to 15? Is he going to be player coach? Like, What if the bidding goes up? Because if you're bidding 15, you you better like realize that no. like, there's probably 12 other teams. Well, Actually, I'm going to say 15 other teams that will bid. Here's the thing. I You know, that's the interesting thing, too. Because I'm like, who was even bidding against the Pistons for Monty Williams. Like, no, the only other that, head coaching opening was Toronto. Yeah, but they were bidding in terms of that was the only that was the only high-profile coach that they wanted. So if, if it wasn't Monty, then they would go the route, like you said, of like a Kevin Ollie or Charles Not Asian Lee, and uh-huh. then you're not getting the high-profile coach that you want. So, like, they, they just okay. wanted Monty, and, like, they had to pay Monty the premium to get him to actually coach. 
because Monty had all the leverage. Like he still had the Suns contract, which had like three years and twenty one mil left. Like he didn't have any motivation to come and coach like a rebuilding Pistons team. But when you get you know ten times Sidney Crosby's contract, like yeah, I will coach the Pistons. I mean, you could say he has all the leverage, but like also at the same time, like he was there was only bitter. The only, again, like the Suns had an opening because obviously they're gonna. I know, but it was high. clear. But I think it was clear that the owner wanted Monty specifically. But like you could still negotiate a little bit better than this. I feel like no, but this is rich people with money, man. They just throw the money. Like let's make it happen. Like the wow. Pistons have been I, terrible I for like how long, right? And, and listen, look, I'm happy for him to get paid. Period. Like I, I really like Monty as a person, but like no, I think um, it's jokes because like he's gonna be defined by this by his contract, like during his no. Run this is legendary, and by the way, this is good for all coaches. This but is. I, I do think that this is like it's not necessarily like a free market. Like it's literally only thirty, you know, um, bidders at any given moment. No, that's fair. And also, like, I'm not saying there's collusion, but, like, you know, when there's only 30 people and there's agents and all these standards that are set, like, you know, and unions involved, like, I'm, I'm not saying that it's, like, collusion, but people kind of generally agree upon, like, okay, this is the range that will go. And I feel like they just so far, and you know, above, like, exceeded that range. So this kind of does open the doors to some really, really wild contracts given the coaches. No, I think so, man. Like, I don't know. Spose. Honestly, I don't care, though. Like, it's it's fine. No, of course. Again, there's no salary cap. It doesn't even affect anybody. No, I think it know? makes it hilarious because, like, I don't know what Spo's contract situation is. But, like, his agent's got to be like, yo, Monty's getting 12 a year. Like, mm. Spo is actually worth 15. Yo, legit. Like, even Ty Lue, like, all these guys who've had, like, I mean, Ty Lue's won a championship. Yep. Like, he's got he's got to be like, yo, I'm worth 12. Even, even NN, too. Yeah, no man. Nick so. Nurse probably walked into Daryl Morey's office. It's like, you know, if Jesus is paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade. <laughs> no, like, if Nick ever said that, he, he'd be he'd be my goat, man. Bah. <laughs> he would actually be my goat. No, I mean, uh, that's Ken, that's Kendall pulling up to any meeting. Holy, and that's not a spoilers. That's like the first scene of the, all right, the show. All right, okay, all, so. all right, all right, no more, no more. We got will you, not spoil you. any more, guys. Um, that's not true. What else? All right, that's it. Shout some Monty. Um, via Mark Stein, um, candidates to watch for the Raptors because we all know that they're down to, I think, three or four finalists at this point. This has been reported everywhere. Sergio Scariolo, Jordi Fernandez, and uh, Darko Rajakovic, who is an assistant on Memphis, are the three yeah, names that I, Mark Stein I've, I've heard it pronounced uh, Rajakovic or Rajakovic. Okay. So okay. one of those two. Okay. So um, I, I promise I will learn the pronunciation if he's hired. Uh -huh. um, apologies for that. But those are the three names that Mark Stein has mentioned. So, so it seems like the Raptors clearly want to go in a European inflection. European right? first-time NBA head coach direction. Yep. No yep. Steve Nash direction, which uh, that's a W. I don't know, man. I still see Steve's like no, man. Seriously? Tangentially mentioned. Okay, okay. Uh, I thought you were trying to stand for Steve. No, I, I, I have no worry. idea if, if Steve is actually into the second round. I don't think so, but okay, um, okay. I, I don't know. People have brought it up. Like it's not yeah. completely ruled out. I suppose. What is this? Twenty nine plus forty eight. Oh, oh, you're adding the times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah okay, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah. So those are the three names, and and J. Lou from the other sports network reported that decision could be made as early as this weekend. Um, or but more likely um, by the end of next week. So that's what I that's what I said. Oh, okay, so that's no, uh, not 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 oh, saying so, that I'm so breaking any news. Okay, sorry. so according to Will's World as no, well. No, 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 yeah, that's aggregate not true. Will's no. World. No, Josh had this one. Sorry. Yeah. Josh, Josh so, had it. Josh had it. Um. Anyways, that's the timeline. So, oh yeah. man, when do you think the presser is gonna be? Uh, 
Raptors PR, I know one of you guys is listening to this. Um, it, don't do it on the weekend, man. Please. What are you doing? Um, yeah, I got a Death Cab concert on Saturday, so come on, guys. Oh, word? Um, going with uh, uh, our coworker, Dylan DB? Brown. With hey, Dylan, DB. With Dylan Brown. Um, uh-huh. What was I going to say? Um, maybe don't do the hiring next Wednesday. I'm going golfing with my dad and Mark Savelle. You know, we'd love to avoid that. Yo, how much are you golfing, that. man? Golfing like a couple times a week type. Man. Uh, no, because now um, that I can finally see your IG stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've before been freed. You had, you, you, had, you had, like, your own stories muted on my account because oh, you used to run yeah. my account. Because I suppose oh, you didn't yeah. want to see your own stories. Yeah, no, because it was weird when I had the two accounts, man. But now now we've sorted it out. Yeah, yeah so now that I can see what, what goes on in your life, like, yeah. how are you golfing every day, Cause man? Because my, um, my parents have memberships, so I just go for free as their guest. Interesting. Yeah, and when when you pull up in the lot with with the O one Honda Civic, like mm. is every other car there like at least like, you know what's the what's the nah, what's the nah, minimum? It's, like, it's are, not. No, you you picturing some like really rich like country club vibe or something? It's not like yeah. That, I mean, man. You said you said you got a membership for golf. Like I'm imagining yeah, everyone pulling up like, in their Lexus the course, or whatever. The courses are not like the courses vary. Like my dad has a membership at a pretty nice club. Uh, my yeah. mom's is like an average club. It's just like close to oh, where she word. lives and stuff. So it's not it's not wild. That's wild. Man. Although, although and knowing the politics behind that, it is kind of wild. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, I can't speak any more on that. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I got to spend double the time just to see both my parents. Man, this ain't, this is the least efficient. Yeah, you guys could just play one round. This but... is the least efficient family ever, man. Um, I'll leave it at that because I think my sister listens. Shout out to my sister. Um, oh yeah, shout out to your sister. Congrats um, on a game winner. I see some game winners. What happened? Oh man? yeah, I went to watch my. Uh, my my older nephew played ball uh-huh. and and they were they were down um they were down 22 to 15 and then scored like the last uh like 10 points of the game in in the final 4 minutes Wait, on hold on run. hold on yeah. hold on yeah. that is not a basketball score that's no. a football score no man. come on these guys play like 22 four, to 15 no they play like 4 minute shifts these kids are like 8 9 years old man every shot is off the top of the backboard like they're not Bro. like actual basketball players no be serious man this guy's telling me this guy's a star player averaging eight anyways they run the same they run the same play every time <laughs> they run the same like inbound play they uh-huh. run the same like ato it's so funny but then anyways yeah they, they scored the go-ahead uh basket with like under 30 seconds left and then they celebrate it was it your nephew who scored it? Or no, no, no. My nephew wasn't even part of that shift because they do ran. They sh- basically do hockey shifts. Like five kids play, and then the next five kids play, and they just Bro, rotate. What them. the hell is this? Yeah. All right. So, anyways, their coach wow. is very intense. Um, and very I, intense. Yeah, I would imagine it's intense when the game ends. No, 25 he's to no, 22, he's intense. To the, he's always yelling and screaming to the fact that I think it makes like some people uncomfortable. Oh, uh, because they're that's like gonna, that's gonna be me when I become a parent. No, but he's like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like he's a good coach. Like, uh, I think he's actually what, he trying a salty to egg? No, he's a salty egg, but also, like, it's weird because, like, the kids are, like, eight or nine or ten. Like, mm-hmm. I never remember how old my, my nephews are. But then... That's fine. Um, anyways, that was, like, uh, more exciting than, like, probably, like, um, most of the Raptors games I watched this Whoa. season, to be honest. It sounds like they actually completed a fake comeback. So oh, like, I was pretty locked in. Did. I was pretty locked in in, in, in the fourth quarter. The, the refs... The refs were calling everything. Oh, so, yeah. no. Don't <laughs> no, give me what the, I, their names are. Yeah, I, oh. I almost was going to their names are. Their I'm names all, are yo. the parents of the kids. <laughs> yeah. 
No, Wearing these are legit refs, polo. man. These are legit oh, refs. Oh, were? Yeah, so oh, wow. so get so they get the refs from whatever the ref pool is uh-huh. like around these leagues in the city. And oh, anyways, okay. I found out that my nephew was playing in uh Joseph Kasharl's old high school. Oh, like, word? Yeah, that was where they were playing. So, cuz Cash saw the videos and was like, "Yo, that's my old gym. Like that's my school." Damn. So, that was wild. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, what were we here talking about? Oh yeah, coaching search. So, yeah, so so no weekend. You're saying no weekend. Don't hire just during just the don't announce it on the weekend. Or if you announce it on the weekend, drop it Sunday night, and then everyone can write their call on Monday morning. Mm. Put it out. The announcement the doesn't. Like I don't care when the announcement Monday, is. Tuesday, it's Wednesday. more when the presser is. Yeah. yeah, and again, like you know, not to say that this is specifically only going to be Sergio, but if it is going to be Sergio, um, you know, uh, Virtus uh, Bologna is still playing in the semifinal. Mm. Uh, they have beaten Dethrona eighty-four to sixty-one. Oh, they dethroned. They dethroned Dethrona. Well, not yet because uh, oh, this is two legs. We're talking Champions League vibes right now. This looks like three legs because it seems like they got another game scheduled for um, Friday at what? three p.m. So if you want to tune in, but that says semifinal, which means there is a final as well. Okay. So when is this thing going to end, man? So possibly they could announce, and then the presser doesn't happen until much later. Then I wouldn't mind that, I suppose. Or the hilarious middle would be the presser is on a Zoom. <laughs> Which would so, be so funny. No, it's but, like, all right, Weisfeld has his hand up. <laughs> someone's going to call in and be like, um, what are you going to do against uh, Treviso Benetton oh in, my the, uh, God. in the final? Oh, yeah, that's so going to happen like at the end. Someone, Christos from Greece. That's a Christos from Greece, man. Oh, man. That guy was always calling in during the pandemic to talk about the Tampa Bay oh, Raptors, man. Yeah, I wouldn't know, man. I wasn't tapped in. Um, <laughs> you really weren't. So do um, do you have a do you have a pick? I guess we're doing this again. Coaching Carousel episode eight. No, my, my pick is Sergio, man. I okay. think he's definitely the best tactician. I'm, I'm rolling with you. I'm rolling with you on that. Great hair yeah. too. Great personality. Yeah, you know him. Uh, just seen photos. Mm. <laughs> No, gotcha. no, he's he's got a vibe, man. I like his vibe. I mean, I saw. Oh, da- he fully got a vibe. I yeah. saw the band of David Adelman today. I was like, yeah, that's right. You didn't make it because you're 12. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> he man. looks so small on the bench. Shouts to David Adelman. Yo, shouts to David Adelman, man. He's three in wins, the fight. He's about to get a wins, ring, man. man. He's about to yeah, get a ring. By the way, um, I was because this is how down bad I was. I was like, all right, let all me right. look up Virtus Bologna and no, see how they, he manages the roster. Any players we know are on the oh, on actually, these spots? a couple. So first off, Marco no, Bellinelli, a, a, oh, I thought we were former Raptor. A, thought we were gonna do a little little game, man. All right, no, okay, all right, all right, all right fine. No, so it's the fine, next fine. One, just tell me, just tell me, just. Tell the me. next one, this former player played for the Boston Celtics and actually played against the Raptors in the bubble. Taco Fall. No. Oh god. Good guess, but no. Uh, Way off. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta tell me. He was one of the people that made Pascal look bad on defense or on uh, offense. I can't, man. I've blocked out the bubble. I can't remember those teams. Sammy Ojale. Oh, my God. Sammy Ojale. I had to listen to the pod father tell me how good he was going to be for like two years. Yeah. He's like, Sammy Ojale. Isn't he just like OG Anobi? And it's like, no. <laughs> no, he's, he's not. He's semi OG, man. Holy. He, no, he's he not even. He, he Demi. So they got Demi. Some, so, so they got some They got some players on there, like named they got, players. They got a former uh, Warriors guard. That uh, got blown out. Remember when the Warriors came to Tampa and lost by like fifty points? Yeah, Nico Mannion. Remember Nico? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got very specific features. Yeah. They got a former Clippers guard um, who never really. Nico quite Mannion's stuck. the one that looks like Carrot Top, right? Yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes. That's yeah, the yeah. one. 
um, they also have who's an actual legend overseas, but I, I'm assuming at this point he's just kind of old because he's coming off the bench and stuff. But Milos Teodosic. Oh my God, man! Yeah, you remember when he Serbia was cooking Team USA in one of those games in the Milos Olympics? Milos Teodosic. This is a guy who was on the Clippers, right? Yes. Yeah. Yo, so you don't understand. So this is the most random story. Oh, but what you? He was what? in. He was in Toronto one time, like like uh-huh. when he was with the Clippers. And for some reason, I'm not sure what it was. Like, GQ wanted me to interview him. Like, do a really? Q&A with him. Because, like, it was something to do with his diet. Like, he he had talked about some, like, weird What's food stuff. What's his diet, bro? Cigarettes? No, no, no. Like, it was, <laughs> it was some weird food stuff. So, like... Cigarettes. I, no, no, no. So, then I was told to, like, yo, get him, right? So, then... I tell Clippers PR before the game, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I need to interview him after the game. So this young Clippers guy, not um, the young Clippers PR guy, not Dennis Rogers, some other guy, shouts, shouts, shouts to Dennis Rogers, but like, okay. but like, um, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get him after the game. Like he's usually like pretty good, but like th- my man was doing no interviews that season. Like, like he was trying to duck like every single media thing. He'd be like, "I don't speak English." Like all of this stuff. Like he just wanted to hoop. So then I go in the locker room after, and the PR guy's like apologizing to me frantically. He's like, "Yo, mm. my bad, man. He already left." So then he ended up giving me Lou Williams, and then I talked to Lou Williams. <laughs> and he's like, "I wow. don't got no diamond. I just eat whatever I want." <laughs> and I was like, "Cool, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna file this. <laughs> Make my money." <laughs> I can't believe talking to William Lou and then talking to Lou Williams. I can't believe what a, a day at the I arena. I can't believe I have a Milos Teodosic story, man. Yo, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, who by, else? By is, way, who else is on this roster, man? There's another player who is a former fifty uh, fourth overall draft pick in the twenty. 20- you know what? Let's turn this in the basketball reference game. Oh my god! Because he, this guy actually played in the league. So hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. We'll pull I, up I, I pulled this up. The real life diet of Lou Williams, the coolest player in the NBA. Alex, Mark. no, April third, twenty eighteen. Question one: Take me through your game day routine, uh, Lou Williams. In the morning, I'll have an egg white omelet, hash browns, and chicken. <laughs> This guy said and turkey he's sausage. A good egg for breakfast. And then I go to sleep. That's really that's really it. I eat at eleven o'clock in the morning, then I take my nap from one to four in the afternoon, then I head to the arena. Uh, what are your go to um do what I want meals? It's simple. It's pizza, tacos, and chicken wings. Yeah, can, lemon pepper wings, baby. I can rotate those, and my body weight never fluctuates. It's always in the same neighborhood because I always eat the same stuff. It wow. never changes. No, Lou Williams definitely had one of those like constitutions where he just doesn't gain weight. You know, like he's because yeah. he was always super who, skinny. Who is your favorite teammate? His answer was Demar Derozan. Mm. He's the coolest person in the world, the most down to earth and supportive teammate I've had in my career. All right, that's real. I was at a bit of a crossroads in my career when I came to Toronto. Demar and Kyle were the yeah. people that lifted. He just me came up. off the ACL injury, and he got traded from Atlanta, where he was obviously <sighs> very comfortable. That's right. That was his home. That's right. So. If you if you could compare your playing style to a rapper, who would it be? Hmm, Lou Williams said. Someone who is laid back and just gets it done. I would say I'm Rick Ross. Isn't he also a rapper? Like, doesn't he have a song with Meek Mill? Does he? He oh, should just man. say himself. I also have an interview with JJ Reddick from GQ. But anyways. Oh, bro. All right, keep it moving. Um, what were we going to okay. say? Oh, yeah, this is a who he played for? Yeah, this is a basketball reference game. So this player currently plays for Sergio Scariolo's team. 
uh, okay. versus Bologna. But right, uh, but back then, this this player was drafted 54th overall in the 2012 NBA draft. Mm. Uh, 54th, uh, yeah, 54th pick by the Brooklyn Nets. Played mm. there for two seasons. Second season was traded midway through to Chicago, and then he went back overseas. Wow. Yeah. This a guard? There's, it's a forward. It's a forward. Just Doc. Brooklyn and Chicago. Give me the years. 2012-2013 was in Brooklyn, played 12 games. 2013-14 yeah. played 17 games for Brooklyn and then 9 for Chicago and then went back overseas. Man. Played in Basconia afterwards and then is now playing in Italy with Bologna. Yo, I probably know this guy too. I was in New York at the time, man. Um, mm, okay, yeah. Man, forward, huh? Forward, yeah. Rarely played, um, averaged very few points. <laughs> I know this is an impossible one. When the but resume is the, that short, did you? So were you in the Brooklyn locker room? Yeah, man. I would have known. I like. I, I'll, I'll know this guy. Like I know, I know this guy, but I can't think of him right now. Okay. <sighs> if I gave you the country, it might be too much of a giveaway. No, man. I'm not good with geography because it's, it's a foreign player. Yeah. See. Um, what if I just give you the capital? Maybe you don't know the country. Is it Teletovich? No, that's a great guess, but no. Um, that's in and out. That's not way off. Okay. Oh, man. No, I'm not going to get this one. I'm not counting this officially in the game, man. This, this, player, this player was born in Tbilisi. Yeah, this is not going to help me, man. You know you know where Tbilisi no, is? No, man. This is not going to help me. Georgia? Sure. Um, all right. Just tell me. I can't get this one. It, it's... it's uh, I don't even know how to say his name. Tornik Shingalia? Okay, man. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Like we are not, we're striking that from the game. This doesn't, no, that doesn't count. This that doesn't, doesn't count. go in my overall record, man. That doesn't count. I don't count. even know what you just said. You might as well, like, shout to him and his family, but you might as well have said <laughs> Johan Buha, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> How, man. What? Who is this? You, I don't know, what, you don't know Tornik Shagilia? <laughs> oh my god, man! This guy was like, this is this is this insane. Guy was sh- this guy was genuine, man. <laughs> no, this is insane. This guy you was just... showcasing ancient Chinese culture. <laughs> this is wild, man. So, anyways, uh, your po- your point was uh, virtuous Bologna got some players. <laughs> uh, no, they actually got a squad, um, okay. and 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 it looks like they're very likely going to go to the finals. Mm. So. Okay. Um, my my money is still on Sergio. I think he's actually the betting favorite, but you know. Oh, word. Okay. I mean, there's like prop bets and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but I, I think feel like he is nobody knows the. Uh... Well, it was also Adrian Griffin was leading those before. Becky I, Hammond I didn't, was. I didn't think I had Becky all, Hammond but... was leading at the start too. I think I think any time a high profile name came out, like mm. they were the favorite. I think JJ Redick might have even been a favorite at one point. Yeah, nobody knows the Raptors front office thinking, man. If you're betting on who the Raptors head coach is going to be, like, you no, know. I respect it. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't. Right, that's where we there's, disagree. There's, there's limits to this if game. You got, man. If you got money on this, and and you're looking for every small, like tiny morsel of coaching news every day, uh-huh. that's the way to live, man. That's, that's no man. That's a true degenerate. All right, save your money. All right, we're we're. Uh, I think I think we're good, man. You you got you got real b-ball reference game for me. Oh, we're we're, we're it's time for b-ball, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it is time for b-ball, Paul. Still looking for a name for this segment. Please uh-huh. timestamp this as well um so right. how, how many you got for me okay once again the theme is from the winning team can i just please have a 
Can I just not have a theme one time? <laughs> no, man. You already Why got... is this so gimmicky, man? You already got torn uh, Shangalia. So... Yeah, I'm still not sure what happened. <laughs> this guy said I tore my knee, man. <laughs> what? So I have three players uh, okay. who played the for the Denver Nuggets. That's okay. it. I swear we already did this last week. Like, you... Yeah, I know, but uh, you know they've been in existence for like 50 plus years. So All right. like, there's lots of guys. Let's okay? go. Let's go. We'll start with the lowest difficulty and start moving our way up. Okay. As, as always. Mm. So this first player... Uh, was the 23rd overall pick in the 2008 NBA draft. 23rd, 2008. Was drafted to the Utah Jazz. Okay. Played there for two seasons. Then the next season was traded to, or signed in Minnesota, traded midseason to Denver. Uh, so this is 2011. Was in Denver for three years, 2011, 2012, 2013. Yeah. Then went to Memphis for two years. Uh, 13, 14, and also 14, 15, and then finished his career with four straight uh, years with Sacramento um, between 2015 and 2019. 2015, 2019. So he was in Utah from 20, 2008 to when? 2008 to 2010. 2010. This guy might have been teammates with CJ Miles, man. And then he was. Shouts Min- to Strictly Hoops. He was in Minnesota, traded to Denver. Yeah. And then went to Memphis, and then finished in Sacramento. Mm. Yeah, this is level level one, bro. This is level one. Oh, man. You know what's tough for me? Uh, Wait, hold on. Corey Brewer? No. No, no, no. No, 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 way off. Um, Yeah, that's a way off, bro. You know what's hard for me? Because, like, the more recent ones are actually hard for me. Really? Why? Yeah, this not this not my true Hooper zone. My true Hooper zone is like late nineties, early two thousands. Um, so tell me this is too recent. Okay, the, no, the other, no, no, no. The other two I, I got you. I want to solve this. I want to solve this though. I want to solve okay. this though. All right. Two thousand. Well, this player's still only thirty four. So, I mean, but you said you said this player's done. Yeah, this like, player retired is retired in two thousand and nineteen. I'm assuming this player is playing in like overseas or something. Okay, but, but he's not, not playing. In he hasn't been in NBA no. since twenty nineteen. Yes, he's hard, man. Utah. 2008. Mm-hmm. Man, goes to Minnesota. Oh, currently playing for the London Lions, who uh, is a team. It's a team owned by OJ Anobi, actually. These te- oh man, these are hard. He was on some bad teams, man. That bro, this is why I picked him because like, he is on some bad teams. This team was this player was never really that memorable, except he did like he did play a lot. Like which which team do you associate him the most with? If you had to. Probably Denver. Um, Denver. He played one of the seasons, played 81 games and started all 81. Then the next season played 80 games for Memphis. Then 81. So this player was actually very healthy. He probably some like scrappy dude who doesn't put up crazy numbers, man. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but like. You want the position? I'll give you the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Center. He's a strictly center. center. Just a pure yeah. center man. Not not even shooting threes, that kind of center. Like just just a center. He's like. just a big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Balding as well. Ever since he came into the league, he was balding. What? Yeah. Oh, yo, I know this guy. What's nah. his name? I can see his face, man. Um <laughs> what, Casas Kufus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. What gave it away? Was it balding? Uh, actually balding. And then his face came to mind. Because I used to always laugh at him. I don't know why. <laughs> Alright, that, that, uh, that was surprisingly tough for me. I'm not going to Okay, lie. that's just level one, but... That was tough. Yeah. yeah. Alright, we'll, we'll start with level two. Alright. All right. Okay, so this player was drafted seventh overall in the 2007 NBA draft. Okay. 
played for pretty memorable college team actually. But I'm not gonna. Yeah, don't don't tell me. Right don't tell me. Uh, seven overall to Minnesota. Um, Minnesota played for Minnesota for four years between 2007 to 2010. Okay. Traded midseason to Dallas. Dallas. Then signed in Denver as a free agent for two years in 2011 and 2012. Johnny Flynn. No. No. Damn. It's not a way off, but it's yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of way off. I, right? I just wanted to do one of those walk off home runs like before you finish. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's that's okay, a, that's a, that's, a, that's a swing and a miss. Go Sorry, on, bro. go on, go on. Uh, 2013 went back to Minnesota for a year and a half. So it was in Minnesota 2013, 14, oh, and 2014. Hate when these guys go twice, man. Then goes to Houston. Okay. In 2015, yeah. plays in Houston 2016, plays in Houston 2017. Traded midseason to the Lakers. Uh, I think I know, but go on. Okay. Then afterwards, plays for OKC, plays for Philadelphia, then plays for Sacramento two years. Yeah, I think I know this. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm not sure. Corey Brewer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. This could have been level one, actually. Because you technically already guessed Corey Brewer, like the last question. but Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said Corey my Brewer bad, when, bad, it was, bad, bad. when it was Costa Kufos. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I actually I said think Kufos should have been level two. Because it's just obscure? Yeah. Like, who thinks about Costa Kufos, man? <laughs> <laughs> like... Actually, you're a sickle for thinking Costas Kufas is level one, man. Bro, that was fairly easy, man. It was well, a how is Costas Kufas easy? Like, explain that to me. Like, what about uh, him is easy? Like, his career. Oh, it's... <laughs> Give me one Costas Kufas moment, man. He's, he's balding. I yeah, like, I don't get it, man. He's Greek. Uh, it's, yeah. wild, it's wild the hint I needed was that he's balding. <laughs> No, the fact that you got it off balding is actually pretty impressive. All right, so, okay, now you got level three? Okay, this is level three. Although, honestly, I'm, I, this might be a little easy for you. This one, this one's, like, right in your wheelhouse. Pretty yeah. prominent player. Well, it's, it's not my fault, man. It's not my fault. I'm all right. Least. Okay, all right, bro. <laughs> 25th pick, 1998 NBA draft. Oh, I love this, love this. All right, drafted to the Indiana Pacers. Indiana. Okay. Played in Indiana for seven seasons between 1998 and 2004. Yep. Then went to Atlanta, Atlanta. for two seasons from 2004 to 2006. Okay. Went back to Indiana. Oh, I hate these, man. Then went to Golden State in 2006. Played there for two, uh, three years until 2009. Then went to New York 2009, 2010. Then Denver 2011, 2012. Travis Best? No. Oh, man. Not a way off, but, like, you know, not, not close either. Uh, 2013 played in Orlando. This is a long career, man. played in Washington before retiring where uh, he went on to play in China and Australia. So, Indiana, Atlanta, New York, Denver, Golden State, Washington, Orlando. When was his second stint in Indiana? Second stint in Indiana was 2007. Yeah. I do not remember the second stint, but... And yeah. then Golden State was when? Golden State was 2006, 2007, 2007, 2008. Oh, and actually a half season 2008, 2009 before going to the Knicks, apparently. So then he goes to the Knicks. And then 2009, how long is he in New York for? He was in New York for two seasons exactly. So 2009 to, to 2011? Yeah. Uh, yes. And then Denver. No, no, to, to, to 2010. 2008, 2009 season, 2009, 2010 season. Okay. I thought this would be easier for you. I'm not going to lie. Man. And then what years was he in Denver? 2011. 
2010-2011 season, 2011-2012 season. Okay. And then Orlando the next year, one season. Mm. And then Washington last, yeah, I'll last figure, season. I'll, I'll figure this out. 98. No, this is right in your wheelhouse. There's lots of clues, man. This could Nine, have been level one, actually. 98. So he's in... So he's That's, there. So he's there when they make the finals against Shaq, because he's there in 2000 or whatever. So he's mm. on that team. So he's relatively young on that team. This is the Vince Carter draft, man. This is a good draft. This not, yeah. So not Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Pierce, Bonzi Wells. The Atlanta, another... the Atlanta's messing me up, man. Goes to Indiana. I'm not gonna lie. I do not associate this player with Atlanta whatsoever. But actually played quite a bit for Atlanta, man. 66 games. Started all 66 one season, then 76 games. Started all 76 for Atlanta. So I mean, the young guys on that team was like Jonathan Bender. Is not Bender. Uh, who else was on that team? Wait, Al Harrington? Yeah, it's Al Harrington. Oh, okay. All right. yeah, I was, gonna I was say, thinking this one, too hard about this. I was going to say, because this I, one... I actually thought Al Harrington at the start, but then I was like, I don't remember him with all these teams. I remember... I don't remember him on half of these teams, man. Well, there's three. I thought there were three giveaways. Number one, yeah. it's he was in Indiana during, um, you know, the Malice of the Palace years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you, you could have got it from that. I don't remember you, him in Atlanta at all, man. The Atlanta thing is a, it throwing me off. But you remember when Indiana just dumped a whole bunch of players that were involved in that thing? Yeah, they just got rid of they cleaned house. Yeah, but I don't yeah. remember him going to Atlanta like. Damn. Apparently he went back to Indiana that one of those years, which is kind of wild to me. But then Golden State, he was there for the We Believe Warriors. Oh, yeah. But he... Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, and then he was in the Mellow trade. The Knicks, I remember. That, the Knicks, I remember. Yeah, because yeah, there's always the Knicks-Denver thing. That's always a Mellow trade around that time. So Yeah, I don't remember him in Atlanta. Oh, I'm just looking up photos of him in a Hawks jersey now. It's wild. Yeah. This guy had to prove that he was on the... Yeah, man. Yo, Costas Kufis should have been level three. <laughs> just because like, it's just the most random guy? No, but come on, man. Al Harrington, I think Al Harrington should have been level one. Uh-huh. Yeah, you had All it right. completely backwards. All right. Yeah. I mean, I- well, Brewer was right. Brewer's in the middle, but like Kufus, there's no way Kufus is level one. Yo, you know what? The conclusion from tonight's game is you're a sicko, man. Yo, Costa Kufus is Yo, so, but in what world is Costa? recent player. I, I know, but that's not how, so it doesn't matter. You could pull this 15th man on, like, the Charlotte Hornets. Like, if he's the most recent guy, it doesn't mean he's the easiest. Mm. No, that's fair. That's fair. No, nah, this is wild, man. I'm, I'm, I'm filing a complaint anyways. Despite All right, going fine, fine, fine. No, the Koopas level one is so wild. <laughs> All right. I, no, I, I, need, I need to find the right range because I feel like the right range for me is on the right range for you. Like, No, I, I hear you. I'm going to, yeah, I'll prepare three for you for, for game two. All right. This, I, know, you I, know know what? I know you want to play too, brother. No, I'm gonna leave you off with one last one. All right. Also, oh, okay. a relatively recent player. Because okay, well, I feel like again, these are not that hard to are guess. We, are we doing Den- like is this Denver themed again or no? Um, or is this just a wild card? No, this is just a wild card. Okay, let's go. This this was this was a teammate of somebody that you've already guessed mm. as one of those previous three answers. Okay. Eighteenth mm. uh, overall pick in the 2005 NBA draft, which I felt like was a very not memorable draft. If I was had that right, 2005. Yeah, Andrew Bogut, Marvin Williams. Oh, Chris Paul, D- Darren Williams. Yeah, this this draft kind of sucked. Mm. Um, okay, 18th pick to the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Played in Boston 2005-2006, 2006-2007. Then played briefly in Minnesota. Played one game for Houston that season. What? Um, and then 
that's it for that year. So he only played 30 games that year. Uh, that's between 2008? Minnesota, 2007, 2008, played for Minnesota for 29 games and then one game for Houston. Yeah. Then the next season played for Dallas, 2008, 2009. Then played in Russia for two years, which is, you know, okay. okay. Middle of the career. This is age 24, 25, went to Russia. Okay. Couldn't get a contract. Came back with the New Jersey Nets. Hmm. So this is pre-Brooklyn. 2011, 2012, played in New Jersey. Played one season in Indiana, 2012, 2013. Played two seasons in Phoenix, 2013, 14, 14, 15. Played in Miami, Heat Culture, Shasta Heat Culture, 15, 16 team. What? P- played in Boston again in 16, 17. Then played twice uh, for Houston in 2017, 18, and 18, 19 before injuring his foot and calling it a career. What? Wait, where did he end? In Houston? Houston. What? Yo, this is a wild career, man. Mm. The Russia thing is messing me up. Russia and then comes back to the Nets. Maybe this was during the lockout he went to Russia? This is wild. That might make sense. So he starts in Boston. Yeah. And even though I wouldn't necessarily remember him for his time in Boston, there is one play he made against the Raptors that I actually very much remember. 18. Oh, he was never in Portland, though. No. Okay. Who are you going to guess? No, I was thinking Sebastian Telfair first. I was, looking oh, the first two I, I was actually thinking of giving you Bassie Telfair, but yeah. I feel like that was a little too easy for you, man. But this is messing me up. I need, like, I need to think of him on one of these teams. This, these are all such short stints. Like, it's actually these, crazy. Boston. It's very, ta- very talented player, I would say, like, in terms of, like, natural talent, but. Just yeah. never really put it all together. Boston. That's a long career, too. Like, for yeah. no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I might need the position if he's a guard or forward. It's a guard. He's a guard. Guard. Mostly a bench guard. Some of the teams, like Phoenix, he started a lot, but, like, mostly a bench guard. Man, I know I know this player, too. But this is, no, this one's tough. Boston. It starts in Boston. I got a fairly obvious. Uh, yeah, no more hints. No more hints. Hint, if yeah, you no want more, it. No more hints. But that's a, that's a desperation. No, thing. no more hints. Um, Boston, okay, all right. Boston, Minnesota. It goes to Russia, man. New Jersey. The, the relevant parts, I would say, are yeah. Boston only. Well, honestly, Boston's not even that relevant for him. Okay. New Jersey, oddly enough, fairly memorable. Okay. Maybe just based on one play. Um, yeah. And then Houston, I would say. I mean, Phoenix. Th- those are the three spots that I would think about. Man. He was on the 18-19 Houston Rockets. Played 73 games. What? The 18-19 team. The one that yeah, went the 27 over 27? Straight misses. Yeah, I'm going to look up if, if he missed any threes during that stretch. Wait, there. how many games did you say he played for them? 73 games all off the bench for the Houston Rockets he in 1819. 73 games on that team. Mm-hmm. Who are the bums coming off the bench on that team, man? Oh, he did play in that 27 straight misses game. So he would have been like Oh man. So he what? <laughs> he he would have been like a late career vet at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. What? Who is this guy? It's a guard. This is killing me right now. No, nah, this is tough. I thought I thought you would get this. Man. Nah, this is a long this, career. No, this one's tough. Boston, Minnesota. He said he was memorable on the New Jersey Nets. 
Phoenix. I gotta think about those Phoenix teams too. There's only one Phoenix team. Man, I know this is killing you, man. No, this, this is killing this, me. This is tough. Because I usually I usually have a team that I can connect the player to. Mm. And right now I don't. Like even you giving me that 2019 Houston. Yeah. I don't remember that roster, man. Really? Not really like that. Not like that. Like off the Well, bench. remember that, that roster mostly played guards? Oh, man. Oh, hold on, hold on. Boston, Minnesota. Wait, hold on. Miami. No, I don't think I can get this one, man. All right, can I give you the obvious hint? No, just tell me the player. I, I don't. It won't be a win with the obvious hint anyway, so I gotta right. just take the L. Damn, yeah. we finally got you, man. And on a fairly obvious what one. What is I, this? It's Gerald Green. Oh my God, I'm so mad at myself right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, now it's making sense. Now that you yeah, tell yeah. me. Holy. So the highlight play is, I remember watching oh as a kid, the Raptors got blown out by the Celtics because the Raptors just straight up couldn't beat the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's one play where he went in for this like Ooh. crazy windmill dunk at the very end of the game. I remember game. this. What, yeah, they were up like 30 this. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember this. Um, the Damn. reason I said he's memorable with New Jersey, even though he only played 31 games there, that's the play where he was above the rim on the alley-oop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, man. See, it's crazy because yeah. you tell me the player, and now I look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, damn. And also, he was part of the Heat Culture um, team that played the Raptors in one of the ugliest playoff series ever. I forgot about that, too. I definitely forgot him on that team. Uh, he he man, actually played, like, some minutes on... for that team. I, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess he was in Phoenix on those one, one of those bum yeah, yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. It was like him, Eric Bledsoe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goran Dragic. Man, I should have gotten the Houston hit, but I definitely Isaiah Thomas. I definitely don't remember. Yeah, no, I mean, you know not, I, I, he wasn't I feel, memorable in Houston though, man. I feel like the sweet spot is you need to know a player's career between like 1998 to like 2009. Mm -hmm. Like that's the ideal range. Yeah, yeah, because like when you get when you get to this decade, this is not my strong suit. Yeah. Mm. I used to follow hoop way way harder. But no, that's that's fair. I think these are. I think this one is actually the sweet spot of getting me too, because like, I can't get players when they bounce around like this. Mm. Like my my key is always connecting the player to like one spot. You know what I mean? No, that's fair. That's fair. Man, yeah, I forgot he was on. Man, that's a long career for him, even though he like bounced around. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by that. Also, I totally forgot when 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 Gerald Green went to Russia. But <laughs> I mean, who's supposed to remember that, man? I mean, Gerald Green, I suppose. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. The Russian no, but it's is crazy. No, it's, I think the age difference is wild because I feel like I could have gotten Costa Kufos and Gerald Green. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like this player, I would never actually get like 30th pick, 2001 NBA draft. Of the Chicago Bulls, Wait, 2001, is this a 2002. Wait, giving me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, but okay. I just want to run through this quickly because I feel like you get this very quickly. Okay, 30th pick. 2001 okay. to the to the Chicago Bulls. Plays in Chicago two years. Yeah. From 2001 to 2003. Yeah. Um, Minnesota for four years after this. Yeah. 2003 to 2007. Yeah. Then splits a season between Dallas and New Jersey, and then ends up playing his last three years of his career in New Jersey, 2007 to 2010. Man. Oh, man. Hold on. 2001. Mm-hmm. Chicago Bulls. So this is before LeBron. This is the rebuilding Bulls. Yeah, yeah this is the baby Bulls. Um, 30th. Oh, yeah, I forgot they actually had a real name. My bad. 30th. Chicago to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is where I mostly remember him because he was playing with KG and stuff. 
He was playing with KG. Playing with Gary Trent Sr. What? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have it tonight, man. Is this a guard or a forward? It's a guard. Guard. I actually started a lot of games, especially in Minnesota. Yes. It was like genuinely like started. I know, I know this guy for sure. I can't think of him right now, though. Who is it? Really? Yeah, no, I can't. I don't got the brain Damn, power bro. tonight, man. You're, oh, man, Trenton Hassel. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. <laughs> I, I, nah, that's a good one. That's a good one. No, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. No, I've been I've been reading my. No, hands. I thought for sure you'd be getting. No, that one, I That's could so... probably get that one. Sorry, I'm just like giving up tonight. I've been I've been no. spending all day reading my manuscript. I don't got the energy to lock in for Bro, Trent. What are you reading it for, man? Aren't you done? <laughs> no, man, I got to catch all the typos and stuff. Um, right. Trent Hassel, yo, that's a great one though. <laughs> oh, I wish we didn't waste it like that, man. That's a great one. Oh, if I took my no. time with that, I definitely would have gotten that one. <laughs> I'm so You're... mad at myself right now. Well, no, actually... we, we wasted Trent Hassel, man. That's a great no, I'm, one. I'm locking in on certain teams <laughs> that have some very like long-time no, players no, no. that aren't that good. Like I was also going to hit you up with Mark Blount. Oh, yeah. I, I think I could get Blount. Yeah. I was, as a joke, I was going to hit you with Wally Z. Oh, yeah. That might be too yeah. easy. That one's yeah. a little easy, man. Yeah. Once you see that Minnesota-Boston connection, you can Okay, game, game two. After game two, I'll prep three for you. All right. And then I'll, I'll lock in after game three. And then... No, here's the thing. We we just need the Nuggets to like play a little bit worse so that the games are more competitive. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's there's only so far this stupid game will get us, man. No, trust me. We we no. We need we need at least one win by Miami. Oh, man. yo, I'm already preparing for the next. Yeah, one, yeah, so. yeah. No more tonight, man. We can't mm. waste anymore. I feel like we completely wasted a classic Trent Hassel segment. Man. That was so good. Oh man! All right, all right. All right we're done. Um, we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back. Um, you know, after game. Yeah, every, two. everybody enjoy your weekend. All right, it's gonna be super hot in Toronto on Friday, but the weather will cool down on Saturday. Yo, it was so hot. Today, uh, it's just it's it's a little bit too hot to be outside. Um, so you know, wear your sunscreen if you got to be outside. But uh, yeah, you know, go 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 touch some grass. You know, go um, like don't just don't be one of those people that's like sitting around every single day refreshing for like one tiny quote from no Mark let Stein people in, let in people do what they want man i'm just i'm just saying like no, no, you know you gotta enjoy your life no, live live how you want to live sunday we'll be back you know got a death cab concert review um okay if, if the you. nuggets win by 30 that's gonna be a half an hour concert review <laughs> <laughs> so so you better root for the heat you, you better oh, root man. for the heat if you want to hear some basketball after you, you, after you better root for transatlanticism buddy <laughs> yeah, get ready to learn transatlanticism <laughs> oh, buddy all right man si- sign off yeah. um have a good weekend everyone thanks everyone for listening appreciate everyone for rating reviewing subscribing that's how we got back to number one and uh let's let's keep it there right because like no one else is gonna do what we do for you on a daily basis so enjoy your weekend we'll be back to cover game two and um yeah that's it